A world in ruins and brothers betrayed. The vengeful spirit has finally left the orbit of Istvan III. Countless brother Astartes lay cold in the ground, betrayed by their own gene fathers. Whatever has possessed the minds of these four sons of the Emperor, we may never know. However, reports abound of a ship under fire jumping into the warp away from the fleet may yet be a herald of light in these darkest of times. Stay tuned, brothers. Radio Free Istvan will continue to broadcast updates on the movements of the Trader Warmaster. And remember, the Emperor protects. What's going on, Radio Free Istvan listeners? And welcome to episode 46 of the Radio Free Istvan podcast. My name is Michael, and I got my co-host Ryan here with me. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> and uh, like I said before, we're a 30K Horse Heresy podcast, man. Episode 46, man, we've almost made it to that 50 landmark. I'm feeling pretty good about being up there. This feels nice. Like It feels like, I mean, I was pretty sure we were established after like episode 10, but like 46, that's a big number. Like, I never thought we'd be at this level. Like, I mean, I had a feeling, but you just don't. You don't see it. You know, you, you can't visualize what episode 46 is going to be like when you're doing episode 19, you know? This is huge. It's different. This is like massively different than what I expected. It's almost, we've almost been doing it for a year because we we uh, met at Adepticon last year and we started recording. I mean, you guys are already doing it, you and Chris. But I re- then I got. I remember the first time I asked you to be on the show. I was sitting in a Wiener Schnitzel parking lot. <laughs> do you have Wiener Schnitzels? Do you know what a Wiener Schnitzel is? <laughs> is that a vague Texas reference? I, well, I, yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, I, I know what a Wiener Schnitzel is, like, food-wise, but I've never been, I've never heard of that restaurant. No, we don't, <laughs> don't have those here. Okay, so before I even go into the, like, what this show is going to be about or anything like that, like, we're going straight into a sidebar. That's going to happen right now. So, Wiener Schnitzel, what's a Wiener okay. Schnitzel to you? Are you you're talking um, you're thinking the German food, right? The the like the chicken right. fried steak, like German Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah. That's not no. No, that's yeah. not how we do stuff. A Wiener Schnitzel in Texas okay. is a restaurant chain that sells chili cheese hot dogs, chili cheese fries, and chili cheese burgers. Okay. That sounds like we got a we got a place here called Dirty Dogs. <laughs> it's probably what a wiener schnitzel is. Well, you know what when you're down in texas next week like when you're down running for stiff we're gonna go get wiener schnitzel they're great hot dogs don't get me wrong like they're they're not expensive you get like 10 of them for 20 bucks like it's it's crazy like you get a shitload of stuff and they're great chili fantastic you can tell me anytime hey we're gonna go eat do you want to go eat some wiener schnitzel and i'm like yes i'm down for that but the name <laughs> like like <laughs> there's like reddit memes where it's like uh uh, where it's like you say wiener schnitzel and you think this, and it's like the chicken fried steak thing. It says, "But I think this," and it's like the hot dog, the dirty ass hot dog that they have. And you would not imagine how many people get mad at that. They're like, "Well, that's not a fucking wiener schnitzel. Why are they called wiener schnitzel?" Like, it's hilarious, dude. Like, it's like a, a restaurant being called chicken fried steaks and like not selling chicken fried steak. Like, it don't make any fucking sense. It's fantastic. So. When I pick, I needed to ask you this. So when I I'm gonna pick Michael John up from the airport, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And then we got a then we got a two hour drive to get to you guys. So we're gonna want to stop and eat. Whataburger. Okay. 
Okay, so that's where we should go. <laughs> Just out okay, there that's what. Okay, that's cool. Because I mean, I don't. You know, I wouldn't know because I'm not from Texas. So I was gonna ask you where to take him. Well, the only so reason the that'll only be reason, good for me too because I've not. I've never eaten there either. The, the only reason I want you to eat a Whataburger is because you've had In-N-Out Burger, and that's like the like in America. That's that's the. Well, I guess in Texas, that that's like the headbutt. Like people like. People on the internet, they're always like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, well, I hate to tell in and out people, but I've had it and was like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's not any better than like a Five Guys or a Jack in the Box. Okay, so I could for sure tell you your Whataburger burger is going to be better than a, a Jack in the Box burger. But it's not going to be like a gourmet burger. It's just a good burger, man. And you yeah. can get it. Well, I just like in and out like we we ate there like because we went to California last year and oh uh, yeah go to in and out I mean my wife went and ate there and I was like okay like it's not I mean I wasn't mad at it by any means it's definitely better <laughs> than like McDonald's or like Burger King or some shit but I wasn't like oh this is next level like we have to like I never talked about it since I don't give a fuck you know what I mean like cool. okay hang tight we're gonna put a pin in this conversation because I got to tell these people what to expect this episode so they know what they're listening to. But we're coming back to it. We're going <laughs> to put the pin right, in. The right. pin's placed. All right, guys. So this episode, we got, uh, of course, our normal intro, which we're kind of in right now, but we're going to keep keep going in, here in a second. Uh, we got Hobby Progress, which we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the bag giveaway and uh, who the winner was for that. Uh, we're going to do some South Texas in Flames talk. Uh then we're actually going to go into the polls. I don't know if y'all noticed or if y'all missed, but we ran a poll this week uh, to look at the current health of legions to see what the legions that are being played are. And we're going to go ahead and visit that for a second. Uh, there's not a lot of surprises in there. Uh, then we're going to go through voicemails, of course. Uh, we got some viewer voicemails. Then we got some questions we're going to answer in email and a 2,500-point Mechanicum order reductor list and a 2,500-point blood angel list so that's what we got for you guys as always this episode is brought to you by our patreon supporters thank you guys for supporting us in our podcast we love each and every one of you okay so anyway back onto it pin taken out back to the uh so here's the thing okay so michael and you uh y'all are gonna like and freddie i'm guessing freddie the swede like y'all are all gonna be down next week so um i don't I, in, thinking about it now like you could have whataburger anytime in victoria we have whataburgers everything like that like you can like we're probably going to be hanging out well past the uh late mark so we'll probably be you know up that saturday morning at like three o'clock in the morning something stupid because you know that's what we do we're gonna have the venue two days in a row so we can well do i i'm i'm leaving so early in the morning on sunday that i'm just not going to sleep you're leaving on Sunday? I thought you're leaving on Monday. Or sorry, Monday. Okay. My bad. Monday. Yes. Okay. So like Sunday night, I don't really plan like because I got a two hour drive, and then I got to fly out at like five in the morning or some shit. So I was like, you know, by the time whatever, like I, I'm, you know, I was just like, that's fucking stupid. All this, t- you know, sleep on the plane. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then when I then when I land, I go straight into work. So. Well, I'm off that Monday. So that Sunday, you know, I could even, yeah, we'll, I'll stay up with you. You know, we'll hang out. 
Well, we'll so, figure it out. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's it, it just, uh, you know what I mean? Like if I do sleep, I, I just can't imagine me wanting to go to sleep at like, you know, eight <laughs> in the evening or something. So 10, four, that's all I'm saying. I get it. I hear you. No problem. We'll figure this out. So anyway, regardless, there's going to be Whataburgers all over Victoria. I think we have like four in Victoria. So, you know, as far as since you'll be in Houston, that's probably going to be a question we need to send Zach's way. And hopefully Zach, you know what? I'll send Zach a message to see what you should get in Houston that's like pretty nice in Houston. I don't know. Have you ever had a, um, oh, what the fuck is that restaurant called? Uh, nope. It's gone. It was in there. But it's being replaced by stupid answers that aren't the answer that I want. Oh, Saltgrass. Saltgrass Steakhouse. Do you have that? No. Okay, so that'd probably be a good answer. And it's right out there on 59 heading out, so that'd probably be a really good choice. Saltgrass Steakhouse on the way out? Yeah. Okay. In Houston? Yeah, that's definitely what I do. Get you a nice steak before, while you're in Texas. Yeah, it'd be solid. I'm really excited for Michael to be down here because he's coming from Australia. He's coming from Australia. Yeah, that's my only thing about getting a steak is like, I mean, I guess it, it is in America, but I mean, a steak's kind of a steak, isn't it? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm assuming yes, but what kind of... Dude, we haven't had a food talk in so long about we're having one. Uh, it's, uh, is it though? I mean, we can ask. I mean, them. obviously there's like, if you go, go to like a strip club and get the fucking afternoon fucking $10 steak at the strip club, it's going to be different than Ruth Chris. I understand that. But what I'm saying is if he goes to like, you know, like a Longhorn Steakhouse equivalent, whatever they have over in Australia, they probably don't have a Longhorn, but they probably got something else. It's probably pretty similar, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> don't have an answer for you dude like i'm assuming that yes we'll, we'll come up we'll come up with two or three ideas and then i'll let him pick because i mean he's in the united states like it's it's like i have more of an opportunity to eat all this different sh shit than he would i guess what i'm saying so i want to i more want to make it cool for him that's very generous of you i'm trying to think like how like what food in victoria would be necessary like Honestly, like I mean, I got to get him some Mexican food, like hundred percent. That's exactly what I was gonna say. That's a hundred percent where I was going to. Like, he's from Australia. He's gonna want. He's gonna have to get him some Mexican food because, I mean, I know they have tacos in Australia. I know that. You know, Tim has confirmed the taco, but and he's also confirmed the breakfast taco. So they got they got the taco situation on point. Makes sense. Thank you. Good job. But. I mean, there's still some things like you know they they have enchiladas, you know. What's the tostada? Well, you 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 guys are gonna have to handle the Mexican. Cause I I mean I'm just you know, I'm not a big fan of Mexican food. Like I'm like the typical like okay. when I go to Mexican food, order the least Mexican thing. You know what I mean? Like I just I'm not into it. Like I don't I'm not I'm not into tortillas. It tastes like notebook paper to me. I just don't. It's just not. Still, it's not on my palate, I guess. I'm just not into Mexican food, really. Oh, my goodness. I'm super excited for you to uh, be in town to to experience the Mexican food that is, like, 
real Mexican food. Like, like the people that work in this restaurant would be deported if Trump had his way. Like that was exactly like the type of Mexican. Food. <laughs> That's the type of Mexican food that we have. Like, there's no cardboard paper tortillas around here. There's like uh, Sunday we're gonna go eat breakfast at this little place. Oh man, it's gonna be a good time. Oh man, we're all gonna oh we're all gonna eat breakfast over there. It's gonna be so good. Oh, I wish you guys were coming to Indiana instead of just going to Chicago. Because I mean, we got tons of good food here. That oh, I... want you guys like you never did get a tenderloin. No, no, I Zach's born. Zach's Zach's an honorary uh, Hoosier, but you can't claim the title yet because you've not had fucking tenderloin. So I can't, man. I mean that tenderloin looked good, but those biscuits and gravy. I don't know how you'd ever choose tenderloin over those biscuits and gravy that they brought out. That was next level. Those those are the best well, looking biscuits good. and gravy I've ever seen in my life. We do here. That's what that's that's some Midwest fucking shit right there. It's like the most Midwest foods is probably biscuits and gravy. And you're like, and by like the that's way. a whole that's a whole region, but state state wise, it's tenderloin. But region wise, biscuits and gravy, that's that's a thing here. Dude, we don't we don't have anything that offers biscuits and gravy at that level. And I'm a little ashamed. I'm a little ashamed if anything, if I'm being honest. I don't know. It's gonna be a good time next week, man. Like I'm, I'm really looking forward to all you guys coming down. I'm really excited. Did you tell? Do you want to even talk about it? The bummer news. You We're gonna got, have you to. Gotta tell. We're gonna have to. I guess well, we'll go ahead and tell right everybody now. what happened. So, unfortunately, I can't go to Adepticon. Uh, I found out last week. Actually, I found out the Friday before. Well, yeah, I guess last last Friday was like the final, like knife into the the nail into the coffin, and then I got everything sorted out with hotel rooms and everything like that for Adepticon. But unfortunately, uh, due to my work schedule, I do not get to go to Adepticon. And really, I did try and like you know fight it, like oh, well. If I do this a week early, or, you know, if I do this, you know, how can I? Basically, they need me for an assignment that only I can do that falls on a good portion of Adepticon. And the alternative they offered me was to do it this coming up week, which is Stiff Week. <laughs> that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they're like, okay, well, we'll let you go early. We'll just let you go a week early, and you can go do this assignment. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, that doesn't... So I was honestly put in the option of I can do stiff or I can do Adepticon but I can't have both and I could not let the guys I could not not go to stiff so so here we are man so um it's pretty pretty not good I don't know how to explain it it's pretty shitty to say the least I was I mean well, I mean, how do you think I feel? I don't even have a partner anymore for the team <laughs> tournament. I mean, I gotta go, but I've been like abandoned. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna be standing out there like a child in the rain. 
And like, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might just drop. Why? Just let somebody else have my spots. That I'm. Thinking. I don't have a teammate anymore. I'm pretty sure there's somebody gonna be waiting. Waiting. It's ride or die, brother. And we died. Sorry, Salad goes. <laughs> it was completely out of my hands. You should have seen my face. Like you should have. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I just. Uh, for that, I team events are my thing. Like I don't know if we've been into this before, but the 40k team event, like every year, because I, you know, we did it like two or three years in a row, and you have to have four teammates. And every year, someone fucked us and fucked up everything, and like every year, it was a goddamn disaster. And that's one of the other reasons, like. The year that I met you at Adepticon, people were like, hey, do you want to do the team tournament again? I was like, no, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, So, like, if we were to be, like, if we were to, like, calculate what could have caused this random stream of, like, mis mismatched luck, and unhappy, like, bad luck. It's, it's solely my history of being <laughs> people's teammate. It's never been me. It's always been someone else in the group. <laughs> we had one guy uh one guy changed jobs like had to change job like went from one company to another and the new company wouldn't let him off work uh with like two weeks to go something like that um we had another time where somebody just quit straight just quit playing 40k like just randomly was like i don't want to play anymore oh fuck like That's a month real. out <laughs> uh, so Oh, just different silly shit. One guy got like so sick, like we thought he was going to die. Silly. It looks like I got off pretty easy from the like, curse of the Kimmel. <laughs> so, yeah. So, team events just apparently aren't in the cards. So, you definitely didn't tell me about your curse until just now. And that seems like something you should have brought up. <laughs> it's like the Madden cover curse or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Ryan's like, yeah, cool. We'll be team member. We'll be teammates. We'll be, in, yeah, we'll go in as a team. By the way, everybody who joins my team dies. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ring. Yeah, Lots for real. video. Fucking head turns inside out or something. And like I thought this time was yeah. gonna work, so I just kept quiet. I just kept quiet about it. Well, I thought like I thought there was no way you would miss a you know what I mean. Like I was just like, well, this is fucking safe. There's no way Michael's gonna miss Adepticon. Oh, here we are. <laughs> your your curse fucking jumps some hoops, son. <laughs> like it, <laughs> like it went out of its way to. I make like how it's my fault. That, it's not my fault. <laughs> I had to find like. I have Not really Michael. good karma, dude. I bought a lady a burger yesterday. Like, do you know how much good karma I have built up? Like, I got that shit stored away for days. Well, apparently not enough. You should have bought her two burgers. <laughs> I bought that lady a burger. We were looking at that new venue yesterday. Oh, my goodness. We <laughs> she came up to us, and she's like, hey, man, you know, I just got kicked out of my house. They threw all my stuff in the rain, blah, blah, blah. I just... I just I just need a burger. Can I just get a burger? And I'll, if if a homeless person asks me for money, you know, it's usually like, no, nah, I'll buy you gas or food. 
But if they straight up ask me for food, it's like, yeah, where do you want your food from? How do you want it? Okay, I got it. So I bought a burger, man. And I gave up bread. Like, I stopped eating bread, so I bought myself a burger, and I had to only eat the patties. It was a whole thing, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, no, I will not be at Adepticon this year. I'm going to be missing out on Artemis. I'm going to be missing out on all the funds at Adepticon. Uh, I had to transfer my room over to Sean um, from CZ Initiative. I, I put the room in his name. Like I got, I, I still haven't deregistered for everything, so I need to do that. I need to send an email. I told Nate, but he told me to send an email to some dude named Matthias. But I don't think I'm holding on to hope at this point anymore. Like they're gonna just be like, "Oh, we're gonna move it till April." But I still think you should fly out. Well, I looked at it and the flight because I'd be getting because basically I'd be driving back from Lake Charles on Friday and I wouldn't get back into which would be Houston. I wouldn't get be getting back into Houston until like 10. And so the soonest that I could fly out would where be Where are you going? Like where is this at? Louisiana, like where are you Lake going Charles. to do the Lake Charles, Louisiana. Is there another airport closer to there where you could just take your shit and fly from a different airport? Uh, I could, but then I'd have to like fly back to Lake Charles, and like why? Fly... Have to do that? Well, it's a whole thing. Like I looked at the like when when flights would leave from Houston. I look when flights would leave uh, from New Orleans, and the latest flight because that Saturday a flight leaves at the earliest flight is eleven. So that puts me there at like, I think three, and then fly back that Sunday. Like it just it it would just take out so much time for me to fly like out of the actual weekend itself. It just it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. Okay. To do like a weekend Adepticon adventure. Well, what you need to do then is come up here for Gen Con yeah, since you man, have extra days. I, I, dude, like, for real, like, I need to do something now. Like, Nova's been brought up, but I definitely want to do... fun. It's not... It's not what? Yeah, Gen... Well, this year's the year to come to Gen Con, man. It's the 50th anniversary. It's going to be fucking huge. There's going to be tons of people here. It's in the time of year where it's nice here. Like, it's going to be good weather. Because it'll be really warm here when you're, you know, when you come. Um, It's four days through the week. I was just going to take that whole week off work so we'd get a lot of like doing fun shit like the whole week if you came up here for that well it's totally doable totally possible at this point i mean it was possible before because i have three weeks of vacation that i have to use and at this point now i've only used two days of my vacation versus the eight days that i was planning on burning so well i think you would like gin and i think that there is going to be some type of uh, 30k this year there. So I mean, it, but it'd only be one day of like the three or four. But we don't. We wouldn't have to go all day. But if you're going to go more than one day, you, the weekend badge is cheaper. The whole sorry weekend badge, the whole whatever, the multi day badge is cheaper if you go more than one day. I might have to do that, man. I mean, I I don't see why not. Get to hang out with you. Get to go eat. Get to go be a honorary. Uh, Indianan, go get my Hoosier. 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 
honorary Hoosier, go get the uh, pork tenderloin, all that jazz. So, we could have we could get biscuits and gravy one day, and then get pork tenderloins the next day. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Definitely go get, from. <laughs> definitely go get one of them. Uh, what do you call it? Them sandwiches from the. <laughs> From the dairy farm. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. From Fair Oaks. Fair Oaks, man. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, cause we were gonna ride the train up there, and then we were going to drive back with Josh. Josh was. I was gonna ride in the truck with Josh, drive back, and I was really looking forward to making them detour to go get some Fair Oaks. Oh, man, this trip is ruined. <laughs> it sucks so bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, that whole... By the way, the whole Adepticon trip in general is turning into a road trip now. I guess now that I'm I'm out. So, You're not going to do the train? Huh? They're not going to do the train? I thought they were doing the train. No, they're all driving now. It's going to be... Well, what? What happened to the train? So, I guess because I'm out, then it would have left a couple passengers like riding by themselves. Okay. Uh, back, and so they kind of just made the decision. With of course, I wasn't part of the decision because you know, once I found out I wasn't going, it was kind of a fuck it, do what y'all want. But anyway, so. Once I was out of decision-making, they decided that they're going to drive. And so they asked Freddie the Swede and John Michael. They asked him, or Michael John. Michael John. Yeah. They asked him, uh, hey, would you mind or would you you like to, (laughs) instead of taking the train, take a convoy of cars and you just ride along with us? across America. And apparently Michael John was like, fuck yeah, of course I'd love that. That'd be badass. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, come to America and go on a fucking pseudo road trip with a bunch of dudes like I've never met before, but hell yeah, <laughs> fucking game. Which I would have said yes to. Like, if, if I was going to Australia and Tim was like, hey, we're not going to be able to ride the train. We're just going to be driving. I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Game. So... So yeah, so Freddie the Swede and Michael John are just going to straight up car like straight up road trip with uh with Josh and uh with Josh, Zach and Pretty. They're taking two separate cars and Jay and Aaron all them, all them fuckers. They're all driving. Oh, and Danny and Danny from the uh from Goalers. So it, it turned into straight road trip as soon as I was out. You're going to miss so much fun, man. Yeah, missing out on all the fun. All the fun in Adepticon, man. Just might as well throw my display board away. All that work. (laughs) Use it next year. All that fucking work. How'd your Hydro Dip thing ever work? Or did it? I haven't done it. I was going to do it tomorrow with my dad. We're making a brisket tonight. And then... We're going to, if it doesn't work tomorrow, like I had to go buy a tub last night. And so me and him, we're both going to cook a brisket. 
We're going to start cooking a brisket today at 4, so it should be done by like midnight or something like that. We're going to cook a brisket, and then tomorrow he's going to help me hydro dip it just to make sure I get it like perfect because he's real good at – he's uh, extremely good at following directions to the T. And I did so bad okay. on the first one because I was doing it by myself. But I was like, you know what? I need somebody who will keep me grounded in this case. And so <laughs> my pop's going to – help me do it tomorrow and if i don't get it done if it doesn't work out then i'm just gonna strip it and then during this week i'm just gonna paint it uh half as yeah it's kind of stupid but you know pretty deflated pretty deflated on hobby progress so i'm just building stuff that i want right now because i don't have an adept account. here's my hobby progress worked on more black shields Shocking, I know. Um, I got a vehicle and a half left to do. I just finished my display board the other day. Um, so I will literally... I've literally been working on it before work, during work, when I get home from work. I've been, for the last like week and a half, I've been painting probably 14, 15 hours a day trying to get done. Been hobbying. You're the true MVP, man. I've been grinding. So, you know, it, it is what it is. You got to be a closer, man. So how no does that, excuses. I, I, I guess, like, dude, like, so let, let's just bring it up. Like, let's let's bring up. How does it affect your, your list writing, bro? Surely it's affected it. Surely. We mean writing it. Like no, I mean, I, I like last night I got, so, so, so I stayed over at work without pay just because I just decided to stay over. So I had extra time. So I stayed over at work until one thirty when I normally get off at 1130 to just to paint more. Okay. So I st stayed over at work till one thirty painting, drove home, got home, immediately went to the basement and drug out my books and wrote lists till three 30 in the morning last night to get all the lists done. Um, and then got up early this morning to do this podcast. And then when we get done with this podcast, I'm going to keep, I'm working on black shields right now during this podcast. When we get done, I'm going to keep working on these. And then Kenny from combat phase, uh, I'm going to be on his show. So he's calling. We're going to do that podcast. And after that, I'm going to go back to working on models. What a fucking closer. What a good guy. <laughs> like, did you ever think that 30K was going to be this big in your life? <laughs> no. It's going to be this but, much of an investment. In so people life. know. Well, I get pissed when uh, the company I shall not name right now does some silly shit and gets everybody stirred up. That's why I get so stirred up. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I put the time in. <laughs> I, tr I try and make people happy. That's good, dude. <laughs> Cracks me up. I couldn't do what you do, man. I couldn't. The Kimmel computer is too real. It's a, it's a thing. And good for you. Good for you, buddy. So what has your hobby progress been looking like? You just strictly working on those black shields right now, just getting those done? 
I saw your display yep. boards like on fucking point. Wait, I sent you part of it, so you're getting. You should ha- get a box. Did you already get it? No, I haven't gotten anything yet. It could come in when today. Did I mail it? But it's like it sh- it'll either be there. It should be there today or uh, Monday. You should get a box. Did you ever give the your fu- the fuck pecan brittle? Yeah, I gave it to Josh. I gave it to Josh to distribute. Oh, okay. He probably ate it all. I'm going to have to talk to him when I get there. But anyway, <laughs> his foam. I sent him five foam trays. He bought five foam trays off me. Some battle foam. So there's battle foam in there that I used as packing for my display board since I had to send the trays anyway. So part of my display board is in that box. And then Josh's trays are in that box. So when you get it, there's that because I couldn't travel with that part of it. And then the other part, I'm throwing in my battle foam bag to fly with there okay so i'm guessing so but i got that should get that today then yeah today or monday okay i sent you sure the tracking label it's not i don't have to sign for it do i or do i need to i don't think so i just sent it normal priority mail okay that's a weird conversation to have. so anyway that (laughs) yeah i know so anyway well i mean we're talking about stiff we're talking about stiff you wanted to talk about it so so anyway that's uh that should be there anytime. And then I finished the other part of my display board. And then I've just been working on the vehicles for the black shields. And then I got 10 infantry here because of the way Adepticon, their requirements are different than stiff. Mm-hmm. I painted the list that's legal for stiff, but it's not legal for Adepticon, Adepticon unless I paint another unit. So my stiff portion of my black shields, all I'm lacking is one, like one and one third vehicles, and I still got this weekend plus four more days next week. So the stiff portion of the list is 100% getting done. The Adepticon portion, uh, I'm going to have to really, really, really stretch to get it ready for Adepticon. But I still have my Blood Angels to fall back on for Adepticon if I absolutely have to. But I'd like to take my Black Shields if I can. Yeah. I would... Definitely love to see how those black shields uh, turn out in the whole uh, painting competition. That's a oh, dude. There's going to be so much stuff here. Um, I was looking at guys that are on our little patron chat thing that are going. I saw their armies. I've seen Scott. What Scott's taken. I saw Samson's Dark Mechanicum army. Um, then just other stuff in the Adepticon. Whatever. Like Mark. Mark really has the worst job ever. He should just bring like 25 first place medals and just give them to everybody just so it's a total <laughs> cop out but you're all so people, that's the thing people are, yeah because which would make people mad because then it's like the name H so it's like nah just pick a fucking winner man but then he's gonna pick a winner and then people are gonna be mad because everybody put all this work in and but all I'm saying like obviously I put a lot of work in you know, for the purpose of be, at least being in the running. Yeah. Um, that being said, the quality of stuff that I've seen going, I will not feel bad at all if I lose. I really won't. Like, there are some such legit shit going. And, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody going that's going to have some mind-blowing shit that I've not, you know, that's not posting pictures or that's, like, you know, keeping their cards hid, which which is cool. So, is it, I'm just saying, like... Isn't, uh, what's his name going to be in it? Uh... 
Oh, damn. I can't. Kelso? Uh, Kelso. Kelso. Yeah. Isn't Kelso going? Like, isn't he going to be in the event? I think, it, I think it's pronounced Kelso. But um, I don't know if he's playing in the narrative or what. But yeah, maybe. I mean, his stuff's ridiculous. But he's. So that's what I'm getting at. Like, it's like, oh, no. Like, I've lost to these other, like, 10 amazing armies. Oh, my God. What will I do with my. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. There's levels to shit. I'll be honest, man. Like, I was. Uh, all I wanted was that. This right here. The, the oh that, the the paint nerd award. Yeah, that's, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to know <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I know that I'm not a first place paint winner, but damn it, I want to be like. <laughs> well, that's like I'm putting all this work in. At least like you might beat me in painting. You might beat me on the tabletop. You might know more fluff than me, but goddamn it, it's not going to be because I didn't put the time in. <laughs> it's not. I did not fucking not try. So if you beat me, you legit beat me. Like there is no like, well, I didn't get time to finish this, or I didn't. No, there's not like. I've been working on this for like I probably average ten hours a day working on this since December. Like, my wife hates me right now. I've done, like, no chore. I've been, like, the shittiest husband a husband can be since December because I've been working on all this. And I keep telling her, man, I apologize. I ain't done nothing, this and that. I've been a total bum other than, like, bringing home a paycheck since December trying to get this shit done. <laughs> it's the crunch, man. It's fucking real. Are you Are you going to start a new army in December, <laughs> like, next year? Is this gonna happen again? No. Are we gonna repeat? You talked me into this. You you talked me into this too. You damn right I did. I'll always <laughs> I'll always initiate bad decisions. Oh, that's All good, right. dude. That's so what's good. next on the list. Uh so I mean that was hobby progress. Like uh that's yep. everything you worked on, I worked on a fucking jack all. I mean, I got that chaplain dreadnought done. That was fun. Got the uh, chaplain cut out. That was a whole bunch of saw work on that. I got these little squats in that came from Hassle Free Miniatures, the one that Ryan suggested. They're adorable. They're so little. I put Space Marine arms on them, and they look like they're like really long arms, but it kind of looks like those... Uh... You ever seen the, the trailer for um, StarCraft Three? No, Starcraft two, Starcraft two, where it's like he puts his hand in that big suit of power armor, and like the hand is like the hand stops like out here, but his hand stops here, and there's like these little things that go in his fingers. He's all and like it moves the hand down there. That's how I picture these little squats. They just got like long, like Starcraft hands. It's fucking cool. Anyway, see, so yeah, I put Mark three arms and shoulder pads on them so they look extra eggy. And they came, like, with a cool commander. And then for some reason, Hassle-Free just threw in some free shit in there, too. So. I don't remember if I ordered Ace. Did you, but. Did you get one of those walkers? No, I didn't get a walker. I wanted to see the size uh -huh. comparison first before I did anything. But I also didn't want to just, like, order $5 worth of stuff from Hassle-Free. So I just ordered 10 dudes. And they're they're perfect size, man. They're, like, so little. 
like I was kind of worried because they're they they have Space Marine legs. Like they modeled the legs exactly the same way as Space Marine's legs. Like exactly like clearly this is the design of a Space Marine leg, but they shrunk them down just a little bit so they look like Space Marines, but they're extra fucking short. And I was showing the 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 little Patreon chat thing last night, and then uh, yeah, I was showing the uh, 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 our like. TFL chat and Chris hates fucking squats. And so Chris was like, What the fuck is this? And I was like, Oh, it's my squat, bro. Like, these are squats. And he goes, Well, he goes, I really look forward to seeing what they look like with heads on them at least. I was like, Oh no, they don't have heads, bro. They're little eggs. And like, I sent him a picture of what one looked like painted. <laughs> and he's like, I don't really know what to do with this information, but I really don't like, he's like I don't like it. This is so fucking funny. <laughs> be a hater hating on them poor little squats so I got those in yesterday started putting those together but that's can't all. listen to pretty anyway what's he fucking play cybernetica and word bears Jesus Christ what's he gonna do start a thousand sons army with custodes allies next <laughs> pretty <laughs> I remember when pretty first started those word bears man He's like, oh, well, I'm not gonna do the demon stuff. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do some, some, uh, uh, what was it called? The orphan son. There's like, serrated son, last of the serrated sons. I'm gonna do like the jump troops and all that. I'm not gonna go with all the, the demon stuff and all this stuff. And then Josh comes back. Hey man, got these demons for you. Pretty's <laughs> like, well, I'm sold. <laughs> Galvor, back it up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, so fucking funny. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. I play word bears too. Oh, I know. Everybody, everybody in my life plays word bears. Uh, let's talk about that bag giveaway, dude. So we picked our winner, guys. I don't know if y'all know or saw, but uh, if you're on our Facebook page, which hopefully you are, hopefully if you're listening, you check out our Facebook page because we have. A lot of stuff that goes up on that Facebook page, like uh, giveaways, memes. Um, we had a poll up on there. What else did we have? I guess that's pretty much it. I, yeah, I post pics all the time. Ryan's this is what I'm working on. That... So yeah, if you're not on our Facebook page, go go check us out, guys. It's I mean, Radio Free Man doesn't take a whole lot of work. Hopefully, you have a Facebook. But, uh, but yeah, go check that out. But uh, we did post up a contest on our Facebook page. It was a pretty much simple share-like contest. And if you shared and liked the post, you had a chance to win a battle phone bag that said, stay in your lane. And uh, we did pick a winner. And, well, we, rolled, we did the random number generator. The number was 53. And uh, turned out to be Robert Pettit, man. Good job. Congratulations on your uh, your battle phone bag, buddy. <laughs> yep. So. I'm going to bring it. Uh, he lives in Texas, right? Yeah, he lives in like near Fort Worth, I think. Okay. So I'm going to uh, bring the bag to Adepticon and give it to Josh. And then Josh is supposed to take it to Texas and get it to you. And then you're going to mail it to save us on some shipping. To save it on the shipping. So... That works out, dude. Might be able just to give it to a Dallas dude. <laughs> That's stiff. 
That'd probably be the easiest way, actually. Give it to one of the Dallas guys for. Well, Saturday. but I can't fly with it because I already met my bag limit on the plane. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Just wait a few days for it. It's coming. So, speaking of stiff, dude, that's next on the list. That's the next thing after the bag giveaway. Is stiff talk. Okay. So. Did we t- we didn't talk about the venue change on here. We talked about it before the cast, right? I'm just making sure I'm not about to repeat everything I said to these guys. Yep. Before. Before. Okay. So, we did have a venue change that took place yesterday, which that would have been Friday. We fully settled on a new venue yesterday, and I guess let me just go ahead and give some insight on what happened to that. Uh, basically we had a old switcherooski played on us, like an old nickel and dime trick. We had a venue picked out, uh, it's at the KC hall and I mean, so, I mean, straight up guys, we were, had everything locked into place. We locked it in in September. They sold us all this, uh, all this different stuff. Like, you know, you, it's going to be X amount of dollars. You can bring your own snacks. You can have your own concessions, blah, 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 all these different things. So we didn't even revisit it until last week. We came back, said, hey, uh, the guy actually told us, like, hey, we might be able to come down on the price a little bit because you're doing some side IT work for us. And it was just the whole thing. And so the price actually got kicked up quite a bit. Uh, they weren't going to allow us to drink on Sunday or have any alcohol. Um, we were going to have to hire their concessions workers to work there to sell y'all snacks. And it, it was just going to be a whole thing. And so we were just kind of worried by, you know, like that kind of level of change and mistrust that we kind of had. Invest- like it was kind of one of those things like, well, what's going to happen the day of like we we need this to work as like flawlessly as possible and so we had a like a second venue picked out pretty much the same like pretty much the same exact venue that we decided we were going to go to last year uh whenever we found out that the uh that the what's it called powerhouse avenue in stiff two was flooded out so we picked out another venue immediately and this was the same venue. I don't know why we just didn't go with this one the first time. It's a, it's on, it's called Rose Avenue 319. It is a fucking cool venue. It's super cool. Uh, I don't know why we didn't pick it in the beginning. I think we just overlooked it again this year. It's, I mean, it's cheaper, a little bit cheaper. Uh, it's really nice, cool parking. It's kind of secluded. Uh, it's easier to find than the KC Hall. It's um, walking distance to a Whataburger, walking distance to a Mexican restaurant. Like it is a cool fucking venue. Uh, I'm not bad about the decision at all. I'm actually like super relieved that that venue was even open, and the fact that we could land it on such short notice just made it that much better. Uh, but the decisions to change venues was a well thought out one especially, I mean, we totally just, like, we dumped our deposit and everything. We are like, oh, yeah, I'll just keep the deposit, so. So, yeah. I don't think you're going to lose anything from the venue change, but we did have to let you guys know that this was not an easy decision 
to change the menu. <laughs> so, you have any questions on that, Ryan? You have any questions as a stiff attendee? No, just give me an address. I'll be there. I don't give a sh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down to play games. That's that's what I love to hear, dude. It's a it's a cool fucking venue though. I really like it. So. So yeah, that's that. That's stiff, man. Super excited for stiff. Super excited for everybody that's coming to stiff. If you're not making it this year, man, we've had like some crazy talks about what stiff four is going to look like, and of course heresy camp. But that's not even. <laughs> I think that's that's so far off the books right now, and so far from the from that's the track. that's the most exciting sounding thing to me is heresy camp. Heresy camp. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to like go into it? Like we got time, dude. We don't have we, time. We don't. You said you didn't have time. You got to go help Josh. You got to stay well, on schedule. I, I I mean the poll's not going to take forever and the voicemails aren't going to take a while. Let's talk. Let's just let's just take a minute. Let's sit All back. Right. We all right. We just for the record it. though, just for the record, just for the record, before the episode Michael's all like, "Ryan, you fucking just talk too much. You ruin the show with your fucking rambling and ranting every fucking show." <laughs> You go on and on about every subject. People are tired of listening to you. Um, I got things to do today. I don't have time just to listen to your bullshit. Um, I know your your wife signed on to do that for the rest of her life because she's obviously not very bright or she wouldn't have done that. So uh, I didn't. So I don't want to hear it. So let's just stay on point and get this episode knocked out. We don't have time for this bullshit. So that was pretty much what was said, give or take. It's close. Um, now he wants to, uh, talk more about something we didn't even plan on talking about. So go ahead, Michael. <laughs> please, please continue. Please continue with your, your off topic topic conversation. So there's chat going around and this is something that I, I really just want to gauge interest for it. Cause man, like it sounds hella fun and we've talked about it in the past. And it's just not something that we've planned so far. I mean, it's a it's a weird pipe dream that we have. And I think apparently that Valhalla is very similar to to what it is, what we're talking about. It's just a little bit more inclusive <laughs> than what we're offering. But in our Patreon chat, the 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 subject of Stiff Camp came up, which we have talked about amongst us TFL guys. And there's actually a there's a town called Rockport, Texas. It's uh, near the coast. It's like, I mean, it is on well, the coast. What's that? From the show, because we were talking about we were talking about uh, Budokan, the free Buddhist thing. Okay. Remember? And that's where the idea came from, originally. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, I, so, so originally, the idea for this, like, camp came up on here about Budokan, and so I started looking up campgrounds near me, and I found out that there is a camp. Uh, uh, what is it called? Hold on, I gotta find out. It's called like Camp Arizonzu. That's what it is. Camp Arizonzu in Rockport, Texas. And that's about a thirty-minute drive from here. I actually have a house in Rockport as well. And so, you know, Rockport's a beautiful town. Uh, it's it's a uh, like. Have you ever been to a ca- like a. a Ryan, have you ever been to a town that's like a, like a tourist town? Like they have everything, like they have like a really strict like code enforcement to where like you have to have your lawns cut and like everything has to yeah. be really fucking yeah. nice. Yeah, we there's a few places. 
there's a few places like that here in Indiana. Okay, so that's Rockport. Like Rockport, like if you're on the main drag, your house has to look like ridiculously nice. Everything has to be zoned properly. Like it's it's ridiculous how much shit you have to go through. Like you have to have a new balcony approved by like so many people. It's insane. Like there's like lawyers in town that like are experts at like getting your shit zoned so you can add stuff onto your house. It's bonkers. Anyway, that's uh that's what Rockport is. Rockport's a beautiful town. Um so anyway, so you have this town, and inside the middle of the town, like, the town splits up. It, like, it goes into, a, like, a giant Y. And on in the middle of the Y, like, the Y is these two massive roads, these two main roads. And at where the Y would be the longest and tip, tip widest, there's, like, all this, like, forested area. Well, somehow, unbeknownst to me, somebody created a camp in the middle of this like wooded area called Camp Aranzanzu. And it is a camp for uh, special needs children. But they also rent it out for other events. So I was like, oh, that sounds fucking cool. Like, you know, camp for special needs children. So that probably means they have like a lot of amenities because, you know, special needs children need additional things that normal kids wouldn't need. So it's not like, a, hey, I bought a plot of land. Y'all are going to stay on some logs. Good luck. No, this is a, you know, high-class camp. So we kind of were discussing it a few months back, you know, just kind of tossing the tossing the shit around, and it just so happens that me and my dad were pulling our boat to the uh, to our house out there in Rockport. We're dropping it off, and we're coming back, and I was like, hey, Dad, while we're here, can we go ahead and check out this camp? It's like the middle of the night, and my dad's like, sure, why not? So we get to the entrance, and the gate's open, and... <laughs> My dad being my dad, like, like, almost just, I don't know, just 100% just, hey, let's go in. Fuck it. What are they going to sell us? It's camp. <laughs> you just don't do that in Texas. You get shot if you do that shit. But, you know, it's a camp, whatever. So we drive in there. There's nobody in there. All the lights are out at the camp except for the main hall. And the owner of the camp is in the main hall leaving. And so it looks shady as fuck because we're pulling in. And, like, he's leaving, coming out, and he's just like, why the fuck is there another car on the camp? Like, it's like it's it's already dark outside. There's no, like, I think it's, like, 9 o'clock at night. It's, it just looks shady. Like, and he comes up to us, and he's like, uh, can I help you guys? And I just tell him, I was like, yeah, man, we, we honestly just wanted to see what this was about. I saw it online. I saw that you guys did, like, camping here. And I had an idea for an event that I'd like to eventually run and i'm we're sorry for being here like totally apologetic and the, this super cool dude was like well fuck do you want to come see it like you're here <laughs> like nine o'clock at night and we're just <laughs> like uh i guess so so he's like yeah step on down he's like yeah come on in well we'll talk about what you guys want to do so we hop down we go into this massive hall like it's a mess hall it's just huge, dude. It was built by uh, Waterburger. It's called the Waterburger Hall because Waterburger donated the uh, the money to create this hall. And so we're going through there. It's got this huge, gigantic hall that I took pictures of. Uh, I'll see if I can find them and and uh, we'll do something with them. And like we're sitting there, he's like, "So what are you looking at doing?" And I was like, "Oh, it's like we play a tabletop game." And we just, this would be a cool venue. This would be a cool, little, like, if we had, like, a multi-day camp that we had. 
And so we just start talking and I'm just like, I'm like, so like, what don't y'all allow here? And he's like, oh no. He's like, we, he's like, if you were to camp here, uh, how many people would you be expecting? And I was like, I don't know. Like, and at the time this was before stiff three, we, before we sold tickets to stiff three. So I had no idea what level of community would come to Texas to come play games. So I was like, ah, probably like max, like 50 dudes. Like that was my like. Probably like max fifty dudes, and you know, stiff three sold. We can out do a hundred. I think we could easily do a hundred now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know yet. Like I don't, honestly, I don't know. But knowing that sixty people are coming to stiff two or stiff three, like it, it really blew my estimates out of the water. So I'm talking to this guy, and I was like, he's like, how many people do you think you're gonna come? I was like, ah, oh, probably like fifty dudes. And he's like, what days? I probably I said it'd be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And he said, okay. He's like, well, we would charge you $200 per person and they'll get to sleep in the cabins. And the cabins, it's they're not bunk beds. They're like full-size, like Tempur-Pedic beds. Uh, the whole camp has Wi-Fi throughout the whole thing. Uh, it's got like pools. It's got hot tubs. It's got like concrete walkways that walk through the entire camp. And it's in the middle of this really nice town, so it's it's not like you're actually camping. It's like it's not like you're actually roughing it. You're like in the, you're, I mean you're you're within driving distance of a McDonald's. Like you're with like two minutes from a McDonald's if you want a McDonald's. So he told us he said like you know you'll be able to stay there for those three days in the in the cabins. Uh, we'll cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you, and so they're gonna provide the meals. And then they'll also have on-service staff if you need anything, like people, like counselors that will walk around and like ask you, "Hey, do you need anything?" Like, blah blah, blah. like a resort, like not a great resort, but you know, a resort nonetheless. And so I was asking him, I was like, I was like, man, dude, like, could we like? So basically, we'd convert the mess hall to a gaming hall, and pretty much we just have like a bunch of tables laid out with just a bunch of terrain, and then. I said, can we drink? He goes, oh, yeah, of course you can drink. I was like, can we have campfires? He's like, yeah, of course. I was like, what's the curfew? He goes, y'all are adults. There's no curfew. You just fucking stay awake. Like, you, he's like, if you don't want to sleep the entire time, and that's nothing off my back. If you want to have a bonfire all night, like, have fun. Like, just go do it. I was like, this sounds like the most incredible thing, like, I've ever heard. Like, are you shitting me? Like, I could stay up till, like, <laughs> 3 in the morning talking with, like, yeah. like 20 you other dudes. You sound like your kid right now. I could stay up till 3 in the morning. So funny. Anyway, go ahead. Drinking Mountain Dew. It's like it's like step it's like step brothers. Can we build bunk beds? Can we just become best? Go That's what I'm saying, Sorry. dude. Like I just had this. Like, <laughs> You're telling me. I'm imagining you asking this guy. This I, we're grown men that play this fucking board game and this and that. You're telling this guy with your fucking eyes all big, like you're talking like fucking will ferrell from Step Brothers, and he's looking at you like uh what's going on here <laughs> so what you're telling me sir is if i brought a full box of zingers you're not gonna stop me from eating the entire box <laughs> no you're a grown-ass man <laughs> thank you <laughs> if I had, uh, dude yeah so he's like straight up because you know like people always have those like fucking rules where it's like oh no curfew's at nine we don't want to have any staff past nine he was like no i don't give a fuck like, y'all stay out there as long as y'all want y'all fucking go start a bonfire y'all go do whatever y'all want like it's and it's like a legit like camp it's 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 insane so we were talking like in the chat like 
what heresy camp would look like. It'd have to, of course, this is nothing we do this year. Like that's way too much planning to do. But 2018 could be do it the next year, year. Of the heresy camp. Yeah. Like during the fall, you could man. easily do a. You could easily do a hundred people. Do you think? I don't know. It seems like a lot of people. Like no, easily. Think about Adepticon and uh, Stiff. How quick they sold out. They they like Adepticon sold out in literally like five minutes. Stiff sold out in a day. Yeah. Two days. That's sixty. I mean, and I don't know what your wait list looks like, but you're talking. This is like you would do it three days instead of two. It includes all your, you know, hope you stay, whatever it's 24 hours around the clock where you can play, you know, whatever variety of games to me, it sounds more fun to be honest. Cause it's not as like, you could run an event there on top of like, you could even section off an area to be like, this is an event within the event. Like that's more structured, whatever, if people wanted to do that and then just have open gaming around it or run multiple events i would want i would want people to run their own events like i wouldn't want to run in like a narrative track or anything i would want somebody to like volunteer like hey i'll run a narrative track on saturday you know from this time right this time getting at like you yeah it it would it would be awesome like i really think that would be cool to just more free form whatever it's kind of like what they the australian guys are doing what tim and michael do with the geigenhive thing but i would break it down because some people want more structure and some people don't. They just want to play pickup games. So I would just give them the option. Like if you're going to have that many people, you could easily have like a small event within an event. Like here's your little structured thing that runs between this, these hours and these hours. But because you can stay up and eat zingers or whatever the fuck you said for 24 <laughs> hours a day, you do your little structured event, um, you know, from like 10 AM to 6 PM or whatever. And then I, after that, play fucking pickup games with everybody else. And then if people don't want to do the structured event, they can just fucking play pickup games the whole time or do their own thing or whatever. It would be awesome. Get some games in, and then once you're done playing games, you just go outside. It's like, let's start a bonfire, chill and talk, talk with all your like people who are like-minded with you and stuff like that. Like That was my favorite part of Adepticon, was just like meeting up with these people who are just like, they're in the hobby, man, like they get it you know you just talk to them and then this this wouldn't even be like like at adepticon you'd like run into people you're like hey man what's your game oh war machine oh okay well it's i guess you can tell me about that but i'm not gonna understand it this would just solely be horace heresy individuals like talking horace heresy with you that'd be so cool i just need like i don't know maybe we'll kickstarter it like (laughs) you buy your ticket through kickstarter That'd probably be the easiest way. Just make sure we get like 50 dudes. I don't know. I'm glad we talk about that. Every time I talk about that, like it, it makes me feel better. Because it's not like well, I, every time I talk about the, it, it sounds like more and more possible. I think it's totally possible. I say we do it. Let's do it. Stiff camp on the way. <laughs> or heresy camp. Something. Oh well, we'll get back on track now. This one time, there's camp. I put my element in my. <laughs> what happened at stiff camp, honey? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> anyway, 
All right. So let's go to this poll. That's next on the list. The poll. So if y'all didn't know, uh, once again, back to the Facebook page. We announce so much stuff on the Facebook. So if, I don't know how many times I can say <laughs> that you need to be on the Facebook. Where I really, I made a poll. Uh, so the first time I released the poll was in February and it had said 374 responses asking what Legion people play and everything like that. Uh, this time around, I created a, another survey that got 878 responses and basically just asked people a couple things. Uh, it asked what Legion they play, and it was multiple choice. So if you could play multiple Legions, you could tag multiple armies and everything like that. And the second one was, which unit would you like to see a model made for? So if you could guess, Ryan... I got the result pulled up in front of me. What do you think the most played Legion is right now? Or uh, Army. Most played Army, not even Legion. Because we put Solar Ox, Militia. Well, I mean, know the results of the poll. I would have said Alpha Legion just by the sheer number of... Well, going off the last poll, I knew Alpha Legion was already number one by a, a fairly wide margin. It was them and Iron Warriors. And then also the fact that we just get... like Just going off the list that I know I do for people and what I see like people playing, I would have said Alpha Legion. Okay. Well, if, uh, oh, so if book seven hadn't dropped, you would be close to right. Where the fuck did Death Guard come in from? Like <laughs> Death Guard out of left field. Okay. So let me just say what the top armies are here. Uh, so the the main army that you said there was eight hundred there was eight hundred and seventy responses or eight how many did you say eight seventy eight yeah okay eight sixty eight I'm sorry no eight seventy eight you're right ten people skipped the first question I don't know why I'm thinking people skipped it because for a while there it was open where you could change your answer and if you changed your answer then the uh, the survey results would show and so. I, I turned off the survey results uh, reviewing because it was causing it to crash. And so you could only check it if you had a link. And uh, we gave that link to our Patreon supporters. Um, so top, top Legion from what I'm looking at right here is Custodes. Or top army right now is the Talons of the Emperor. And that... Talons of the Emperor custodes 121 people or 13.94 people who took the survey play uh, Talons of the Emperor custodes. Now, I'm thinking that has a lot to do with the Prospero box having custodes in it. Yeah? Like, yeah. Because you basically... We talked about this on the show. We, we've had this conversation. I said, because they have crazy rules, because they have cheap plastic models that come in a starter box... And because heresy is growing and you got a lot of people wanting to get in, they're going to just buy this box and you're going to see a ton of these guys. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I think I think there's a lot of people, like if you're like a mainline Imperial Fist player and you're like, oh, I also bought a Prospero box, so I also have a Custodes army, I guess. So let me go and click that as well. 
I, I think that a lot of that went down. I don't know why that didn't happen with sisters, but I get it. <laughs> That's my thing. Like <laughs> that just proves that that <laughs> right. So they kept their custodes, sold their sisters off. So Talons of the Emperor custodes is straight up the winner so far. Uh, coming in at a close, close second. Well, not that close. 12.67% of people, 110 people who took the survey, thousands of players now. <laughs> so, yep. That is... Uh, Thirteen point nine four and twelve point six seven. Yep, that is. So the top, the top two armies, according to a poll that almost got nine hundred people to answer, which is a lot of people, are the the two book seven armies that uh are have the most powerful rules. Twenty six percent of players yeah. now play book seven. Uh, so like solely based. I mean, just on those two armies. Uh, not even mentioning that Space Wolves, uh, ten point four eight percent play Space Wolves. Now that that's a number that I that I that I envision seeing. I did not see that many people come in with Thousand Suns like you did. Um. So, but still, more people play Death Guard than play space wolves uh 10.68 play death guard i'm sorry 10.83 play death guard out of the 10.48 that play space wolves did you see that coming that's like totally out of left field for me no i, I figured um that i mean that sounds right to me they're a popular legion i just didn't see them more popular than alpha legion i honestly didn't see dark Angel like Surprising to me, Raven Guard is at four point seven percent people play Raven Guard and six point four five percent people play Dark Angels. Who the hell plays Dark where are these Dark Angels players at? Where like what happened? What? We got a we got a uh, a Dark Angel guy and we don't have a Raven Guard guy. Our Raven Guard guy moved to Michigan. Wow. Is he a Raven Wing player, that Dark Angel guy? Mm, I think he plays Iron Wing, but he's got a few bikes. I think he's waiting on their actual rules rules where he expands his army. But he plays Death Guard and Dark Angels. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast for like the first time and you're wondering, I just want to play a Legion that nobody plays, go pick you up some White Scars. I know they're going to be expensive, but only 2.76% of the community plays White Scars. Out of almost 900 people surveyed, only 24 of them play White Scars. I cannot handle that. That's so little people. I'm even more snowflake than that. I think I was on... I, I think Black Shields is the lowest. Yeah, 20 people play Black Shields. That's super snowflake. So, surprising on those metrics. Um, I mean... 121 people play Talents Amber. We're going to keep going on these polls, guys. If you want to see us run a poll, I mean, at this point, we have a pretty wide base of people who will take these polls uh, just from the Facebook support and everything like that. We've got a strong community. So if you want a poll to go out, if you have an idea for a poll, uh, don't hesitate to let us know. We'll put it out there for you guys, and uh, we'll get the results for you. We'll go ahead and put that survey out. But this is just something uh, that 
I don't know. One of the one of the guys <laughs> in the chat wanted the poll. He's like, "Hey, don't you think it's not time for another poll?" I was like, "Asking you shall receive, buddy," <laughs> and threw that poll out. So, if y'all can think of a poll that y'all'd like to see or anything like that, just let us know. We'll be glad to put it out. So, do you have any any takeaways from this poll, Ryan, or no? No, I mean, I we predicted it on this <laughs> podcast when the book came out. I said, you, I said sure about, I said, I said roughly 30 to 40% of the armies that you see by in events by the end of the year will be book seven stuff. And it looks that way. The poll backs that up. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely so, right. We'll see. Well, that's that. I guess it's voicemail time. That means I gotta put Kitty down. Sorry, Kitty. I know you're comfortable. Y'all probably heard her purring on the mic. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got voicemail-wise. Oh, dang. I didn't even play that sample for Stiff. Oh, well. That's fine. Okay. So, we did get some voicemails in. Got a couple of them we'll go play for you guys. Hey guys, this is Bjorn out in Salt Lake City. Thank you so much for responding to my email about the event stuff. I'm super looking forward to that. Turns out I will be able to be running something. Um, on the. It's going to be October 7th to 8th in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. More details to come. But yeah, I just wanted to say thanks. Um, and I'll share with you a shit story that I've encountered. Uh, the uh, yes. <laughs> Engraved on my mind. The, uh, when I was uh, in college, we had a dorm that was all guys. And one day there was just a, a massive cluster of guys just chilling around the bathroom. And we were this small, so there's just like two stalls in there. And then one of them just had a, a ton of people, there are 20 of us, just gathered around this thing. And there was a, a ship about the size of like a four-foot subway sandwich and it was it was ribbed and it looked like somebody had spent about like five days cultivating this and about the same amount of time getting that to leave their body like you could not flush it you would have to put on gloves and pull that out of there it was just nasty all right thanks guys have a good one did he say four foot (laughs) yeah that's got to be exaggeration a four-foot ribbed turd there's no way he said four foot uh the uh engraved on my mind the, uh, when I was uh, in college, we had a dorm that was all guys, and one day there was just a, a massive cluster of guys just chilling around the bathroom. And we were this small, so there's just like two stalls in there, and then one of them just had a, a ton of people, there are 20 of us, just gathered around this thing, and there was a, a ship about the size of like a four-foot subway sandwich, and it was it was. That guy said. So my question is: You live in a dorm room of all guys, and you're all gathered around the bathroom, like talking, just hanging out. Is this like before Grinder? No, he said. I'm trying to said, figure out what's going on here. He said they were gathered around the shit. Like he like walked up, like saw the bathroom door open, looked in, saw like a gaggle of dudes, like looking at a shit. Like if honestly, if there was more than two guys looking into a toilet stall, 
I'm also going to be intrigued and go see what's going on in the toilet. Like I can't, <laughs> like there's no part of me that's not going to go in there. Like it only takes two. And like, it's that weird, like it's that weird effect where like, you know, the turkeys that are, they're looking up at the rain. They just kind of, Oh, what's going on over here? Like, they, like they would totally be drawn. Like <laughs> it's a hundred percent what happened there. That's nuts, dude. A four foot turd. What kind of protein had to be? Didn't didn't Michael share the story with us about a giant turd like that? Yes. Michael Contrell from I Four Yeah. Yes. It's one of the military. So shits. that's like, I don't know. Get Alex Jones on the case. This is like conspiracy theory. Like a mystery shitter is going to bathrooms all around the world and just leaving gigantic shits without flushing them. What's just going leaving, on? Le- just leaving okay, so, it. So he said a uh, four foot, foot long sub. So I'm guessing this is more like probably like a foot long sub is probably what he meant to say. Like it's like a foot long. So yeah, I'm I'm, th- I'm imagining like a subway foot long sub, just in like, just in turd form, which is almost sounds like the exact same thing that happened to Michael <laughs> Control because he said it was like a football, like a rugby ball, right? Like that was well. Maybe these maybe these Sasquatches that everybody's looking for are more intelligent than people think, and they're using, they're sneaking in and like using public facilities because they gotta go. They don't want to shit in the woods, dude. If those giant like football sized turds are just sitting in the woods, I think we'd have more physical proof that like Sasquatch was a thing, like. Could you like what would be the first thought like if like you do your little hiking trips now you know you go hiking in the woods what's your first thought if you see a giant yep. football sized turd <laughs> not you know, I know that a didn't come out of a bear turd? I don't that stinks I'm gonna walk around it so I don't step in it or near it so but like in your mind are you thinking like I don't know what made that I don't want to know what made that like that's a I'd probably think it was like I riding a horse or something back there. <laughs> football sized turd <laughs> just a horse with a blown out o-ring just <laughs> I found a horse tooth back there yeah yeah you did alright let's see what else we got let's let's. <laughs> I had to know if he said four foot the word was you say your shit lorgar i think so 
I can barely hear it. Okay, well, when you're on combat phase today, ask him what the hell that said. Have him re-record it, because <laughs> I could not hear what... I want to say he said, you're shit, Lorgar. You're shit. <laughs> but, you know... Has everybody got to pick on Lorgar? <laughs> Sorry, my headphone came out. <laughs> no, I know. Why has everybody got to pick on Lorgar? Because uh, he <laughs> brought the truth. He brought the light. <laughs> <laughs> and totally, like he didn't have to. Totally ruined everybody's good time. He's like the kid that comes to the party where everybody's drunk. He's like, uh, you guys, uh, my parents said no drinking. Um, <laughs> like he totally just like he's the buzzkill. He's the buzzkillian of the Primarchs. Everybody was having a good time, being completely ignorant, and then buzzkillian came over and ruined it for everybody. Lorgar is the uh, <laughs> the spoiler alert guy who just like comes up to you and is like, uh, well, did you know that at the end of Logan, uh, Logan and Professor Xavier die? That's him. That's Lorgar. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean, what you just did. I mean, I don't miss it, but that's pretty funny. People are going to be so mad at you. <laughs> I posted that on my little brother's Facebook page. <laughs> it's like, it was like, didn't you love these as a kid? And it was like this picture of uh, like some brown, like some Twinkies and some Zingers and some Daisies, like all these like different like uh, uh, little Debbie's cakes. And it said, didn't yeah. you love these as a kid? It was just a picture. And at the bottom right, it says, Logan and Professor Davier, Xavier die at the end of Logan. Like <laughs> just like straight up, <laughs> no chill. <laughs> That's so mean. People are gonna be mad. That's funny. <laughs> Little brother's like, "What the fuck, dude?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know. I thought I was sharing something funny. <laughs> Turns out it was a spoiler to a movie you haven't seen yet." <sighs> All right. Next up on the list, questions, dude. Yo. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into these questions. So the first one comes from Trent. And Trent says, hey, RFI guys. That's us. We're the RFI guys. Uh, first, want to say thanks for the tips on building basic space pups list. A basic space pups list. I forgot I had sent that email a few months back, so feel free to ignore the one I sent in February. As it's basically the same questions, except now I have a couple box dreads and Prospero boxes. Uh, if I could, I was wondering if you can get some tips on which units to run for my Sisters of Silence on my T-O-T-E list. Oh, the Talons of the Emperor list. I had purchased three Prospero box sets, so I have 15 Custodes, 15 Sisters, to make a 1,500-point Zomortalis list. But I'm not sure what units to take for those 15 Sisters. I already have the Custodes built out as, built out as such. <laughs> He's got a shield captain with Sentinel Warblade and shield and melt bombs. He's got one six-man custode squads of Vexilla 
power weapon, melt bombs. Two four-man Sentinel guard squad with melt bombs, transportation transponders. Now, I was wondering if you could help me fill out the rest with sisters. I'd appreciate it if you... Good Lord. Got the hiccup. What are you doing, man? I don't know. It's just hiccups. They get me, dude. <laughs> they just happen. If you would give me a rundown of how you would take them with or without converting them, i.e. no kit bashing, just what's on the sprue. I'm running them against a force of almost all, all Terminator Thousand Sons list. I recall you guys talking about Tataros Terminators were a little bit better in Zomortal's game, and I had gotten some advice on how to kill them out from one of your gents. Kill them out from... Oh, kit them out from one of, one of you gents. Plus 1k Sons gives them Brotherhood of Psyker, so I have three squads of Tataros and a couple squads of Sekhmet for, for my troops, all led by Araman. Should be 1,500 points altogether. Uh, I hope this will be fun in a sort of fluffy game. Let me know if you guys see any problems, er- errors you might see. As always, thanks for your pro advice. Thanks, Trent. P.S. I hope this email makes sense. I'm sorry if it's a bit long. I'm not sure if it's podcast worthy. Just looking for help. So First of all, dude, hold your breath. All hold your breath. List. I couldn't. I was talking. I was talking. Well, hold your breath now. We got to get rid of them hiccups. Okay, there you go. Change your breathing pattern. Get rid of that. Well, first of all, um, I would get rid of that Sentinel Warblade on your shield captain and just make a power fist for him. And then you can just use that guy to kill everybody and not really worry about what sisters you take. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Yeah, for real. Um, no, uh, well that, that is besides that being truth. Uh, so I don't <laughs> understand. So, so is he wanting to, is he wanting sisters where he doesn't have to convert them or does he want to yeah. convert them? Cause well, if he wants to, con- yeah. if he does, if he doesn't want to convert them, really all your, you need to build the, uh, build a, uh, sister of silence, oblivion, night centura, their HQ choice. So it kind of unlocks everything. Um, she's going to be roughly 100 points once you get her out. And she's pretty good for 100 points. And she's got some pretty good uh, like anti-psyker stuff. I mean, she's got the best available with the Exo-Oblivio and uh, the higher level of the anti-psyker stuff. So you definitely need one of her, and that's going to leave you 14 more. I mean, really, all you can really do with that, in my opinion, is just... Like, I would just build like... Four, or sorry, ten, ten of them with the swords. Just ten sisters with the swords to put her in. Have a pretty decent little close combat unit there. I'd say of the swords, bolters, flamers that you get in the set, the swords are probably the best option. Plus they're a troop's choice. And you can just run her and you know them as your troop's choice. And then they get to pick what like one enemy unit they get preferred enemy against the whole game or whatever. Which is pretty good. And then if, if you you're, if you're not willing to convert up to grenade launchers, straight. Well, up. what I was getting at because because you have fifteen, but you're gonna you need to find them if you could just find a model to use as the Oblivion Knights Insura, maybe like find a forty k sister battle model or get on Raging Heroes and find a cool like sister stand in or like any third party one where you still have fifteen sisters left. I would build ten of them as sword the with the swords the uh, I forget what that's called. Ex- what execu- the executioner in it or ex uh, no no it's the vigilator cadre sisters of silence vigilator cadre i would run them and you could 
so build 10 of those and then the other five convert, get some grenade launchers. You can get the, if you just want Warhammer bits that are easy to come by, the Cadian plastic grenade launcher. But there's a ton of companies that make, you know, third party grenade launchers or whatever. Just get you five grenade launchers and run five of the grenade launcher heavy support sisters and then run 10 of the swords and then you need the HQ. That's all I would do. Yeah, that would be solid against Thousand Sons. I wouldn't tier your list to play specifically against your opponent. It seems like it's going to be kind of kind of jank on your part, but, you know. Well, he said he's wanting to do a fluff thing. Like, it's supposed to be like playing a Prospero-themed, oh. so it makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. It would make sense that they'd have Grenade Launcher Sisters. And they're going to be really nasty in zone because they're going to have a shred and they're not going to scatter near as much because if they hit a wall, they just stop. So you're almost always going to be hitting them and giving them the perils. Normally, the grenade launchers are pretty pointless other than the perils thing. But in zone mortalis, even though they're only, I think they're only like strength two, they're still going to have an actual chance of you rolling sixes to get wounds because you're going to be, you know, getting several hits and then they have shred. So. It's good stuff. So anyway, that's, uh, that's, what, that's what I would do. I wonder Dig you up is. one more sister. What do you mean? I wonder when this game is. I wonder when this, this game It seems like this game's going down pretty soon. I'm running them against oh, a yeah, force of them. Hmm. But yeah, that's what I would do. Is just try to dig up, dig up one more or sister type model to build the HQ out of and then build five grenade launcher chicks and uh, ten of them with swords. Solid piece of advice there. I would definitely take a sword squad as well. So next question. This comes from Matt. He says, Hi, Michael and Ryan. Thanks for the podcast and hours of laughs and discussions. I play Salamanders and wanted to get your opinion on something. Do you think I need to add anything to my Salamander collection to pad it out or to make it more flavorful slash interesting? Any and all input would be greatly appreciated. So his list is, I mean, just what he has. He has Vulcan, Praetor and Catafactory armor, Five Fire Drakes, Apothecary, Spartan, Armor Proteus, Contemptor with Twin Mortis. Contemptor with Twin Mortis. Oh, I'm guessing he means the Assault, assault Cannons. Uh, carries. Carries. Yeah. Twin Carries. Uh, Contemptor with Melta and Fist. Contemptor with Plasma and Chain Fist. Two Demos Rhinos. 20 Tactical Marines. 10 Support with Melta. 10 Pyroclast. Scorpius Whirlwind. Sakaran Battle Tank and the Dare Day with Auto Cannon and Missiles. Again, thanks for the great podcast and all your work, Matt. What would you say think he needs to fill that list out? More fire drakes? Um Yeah, I would do I would get another five fire drakes and give those guys chain fists and storm shields instead of thunder hammers. So you have five of them with chain fists and five of them with thunder hammers, but all of them with shields. Um I would probably 
build a veteran tactical squad. So get your hand on some combi weapons, you're saying? Yep. Build a, like a combi melta unit. And then probably get one Anvilus so that you could... Because uh, he doesn't have any Dreadnought Drop Pods and Forgeable doesn't make the Dreadnought Drop Pod anymore. No. Um, but you could get you could get a single Anvilus so that you could run your support squad with Meltas in there, the veteran squad that I recommended you build, or one of those Dreadnoughts. You could throw that in there. I could dig that. Kind of sucks about the Dreadnought so, Drop Pod. Everything else he's pretty much got got covered. Uh, maybe because Pyroclast can take a a Lanerator is a dedicated, so you might consider a Lanerator. Get a Phobos for him. A f- or, sorry, you could get either a Phobos or a Proteus. They, I think they can take either or. How come Pyroclasts are so, like, not used? Because they're terrible for their points. <laughs> so, add 200 points to those Pyroclasts. Give them a transport. Why are they so terrible? What is it? I, I've actually never seen them played or even bothered looking at their rules. Okay, so their gun, their gun can be fired as a flamer, so it's just a flamer. So in the hands of a salamander, it's strength five, AP five, flame template, right? Okay. Um, if you fire the alter, if you fire the alternate mode, they are strength six, AP one range six inches melta so they're like like an inferno pistol but only strength six which is terrible in 30k because almost everything that you would shoot that at has armored ceramite so you're you're not getting extra dice you're just shooting yeah Yeah, so it's not it doesn't ever do anything to anything um and then against like trying to kill infantry like you're almost always better off just going with number of hits with the flamer than you are like shooting somebody with just a couple because it's only a six inch range. You know what I mean? You like, you have to get extremely close. So, um, and then when you look at the fact that they don't, don't get any close combat weapons like at all, they're just totally kitted out with this flamer slash inferno pistol or whatever. And then they're only one attack per guy but you have to get like within three inches of the enemy for them to be effective. So you're always going to get counter assaulted like oh, right wow. after you shoot something. And then once that happens, you're just 10 guys with one attack per guy. Damn. I'm trying to think what would make them like useful. And they're they, I think they average they're like 20, they're like 27 points a guy or something like that. Like if you take a 10 man squad, so they're no more useful than like a veteran squad or a support squad. They just they're worse. Could could dual role if they needed to, but I, I don't I just don't understand like okay, so you can take a squad of ten flamer guys for like hundred and seventy five points or some shit like that that do the same thing for like half the points and have different have like a wider because these guys that's the other thing is they don't even they can't take a rhino. You have like the only dedicated transport option they have is a land raider. Um, they fight. They fight like tactical marines in close combat. They do have artificer armor, but they don't have like an invul save or anything. 
I think they get an pinball save against Melta and Plasma Weapons. They get a five against Melta. I think. But it's not they're just not good, man. They're just way too many points for what they do. I just don't like if you're looking they're supposed to be like versatile, like oh I can shoot flamers or I can shoot melta, but the problem is the melta weapon is so subpar that it's not really that it's like it's like just not really that versatile. Like you're almost always gonna end up just using them as flamer guys, but it's like I can do that, I can just take flamer guys. <laughs> or you could take or you could take uh marksman vets and give them combi flamers with sniper or whatever. You know what I mean? There's just like I don't know. Like, there's just so many other units that are better than them for less points that do exactly the same thing. Like, I just don't really know. They're they're just not good. Like, they're just not good, good at their job for their points. Like, they just don't really do anything well. Damn. Okay. Fair enough. So, <laughs> so you could buy a Land Raider for the Pyroclast Squad, but, uh, Probably should just spit well, I just more. doesn't own a normal land raider. It's not a bad thing to own. So I would get, I just he's just asking what to add. I I would do the five more fire drakes, um, another land raider, or another rhino or a land raider, um, an anvilus and a vet squad. Maybe a flyer. He doesn't have a flyer. Fire raptor might be cool. I have a salamander fire raptor. Ooh, that'd look good too. Green Fire Raptor. Yep, it's pretty fire, cool. Fire it's green. Really cool I, up, dude. It's good. It's a good unit. So that's what I would add. I'd add you f- f- figure out a flyer that you like. Add a flyer in there. I would get, you know, an Anvilus. Just it's always good just to have an Anvilus laying around. Um, because it. I mean, it. You can put. You can take it as dedicated for normal Terminators. You can take it as dedicated for. Do dreadnoughts get it as dedicated, or do they uh, only an orbital assault? I don't remember. But anyway, you can put dreadnoughts for, in it for dreadnought drop pod. No, no, no. I know you can take a dreadnought drop pod dedicated, but I don't know if contemptors can just take a dread claws dedicated. I know they can go in it because you can buy it as fast. It's not important. But okay. anyway, yeah. it. I just feel like it'd be a good. A good addition to his army. Sounds good. I think those are the only two questions we had. Uh, we had we had a guy write in uh, uh, Chase. Um, he says, uh, "Hey guys, love the podcast and list review. I need some help this weekend. I'm playing a very large game. It's a two v two game. Trader Iron Warriors versus World Eaters." Or sorry, Trader Iron Warriors and World Eaters versus Iron Hands Mechanicum. It's a 5K game, so each guy's bringing 2,500 points. I know 5K games, it doesn't matter uh, really how competitive and nitpicky you get, but with the group being a lot more experienced, I would appreciate any help I could get. So he says the game that they're playing, you can only bring painted models, which is fucking awesome. Oh, it's 5K per player. It's 5K per player. That's a big game. Uh, no Primarchs. Uh, one K or less can be spent for Lord of War choices. You can take two if uh, if total together they're under one K. And he said it was double four sword, so every player got double four sword. 
So he gave me, I'm not going to read through all, all of it because there's a whole bunch, but he gave me a big list of world leaders and iron warriors that he had access to. And we, me and him, we shot a couple emails back and forth and, um, just worked it out for him. So, so sounds like a pretty fun game. I was just, uh, reading this out just to give him a shout out here that he did write in. Um, so let's see the the table. He says there's a six by eight board with also a zone mortalis underground section. So they're playing on a big board, and then they have like a it looks like a side zone mortalis section. Like you can go in buildings or whatever, remove models, and put them on the um, zone mortalis, which is pretty rad. So that's really cool. Anyway, yeah. so it sounds like a really fun game. Um, I've made him a just. I mean, I didn't like go through and make a really detailed list. He, I just like out of the, he gave me a big list of models that he had and out of the list, I was like, uh, this, this looks good. This will work good. This is what I, that type of thing. Hopefully it works out for him. Dude, fuck yeah. Playing a 20,000 point game. Yeah. That seems like a, that's rad. It's way fucking cool. So I guess on the list, dude. Unless you got more questions on the list. that came in. No. Oh well, real quick, let's do this because we remember uh, Alistair, our uh, one of the our patron guys that we played his email last week about his Imperial fist. Okay. So he sent me this list. It's only a two thousand point list. Um, it's uh, he's got a Praetor and Cataphracty with Mastercrafted Thunderhammer uh, with Storm Shield and digital lasers. Pretty solid loadout. He's got a Primus Medicae and Cataphracty armor with Solarite Power Gauntlet, a Vigil Pattern Storm Shield. Um, he's got a 15-man Breacher Squad with the Melta Gun, the Sergeant his Artificer armor, Melta Bombs, and two Breaching Charges. He's got a 10-man Breacher Squad with Sergeant Artificer armor, two Breaching Charges, uh, a Rapier Battery with two Graviton Rapiers, a Rapier Battery with a Quad Heavy Bolter, a Terminator squad and cataphracty armor with two times chain fist, one power fist, and an assault cannon. A Dorado with the standard auto cannons with the Alios missile launcher, uh, heavy bolters, and armored ceramite, and a Spartan with armored ceramite and flare shield. So that's his 2000 point list, and he was wanting some advice on what he would do. If you have time, Alistair, this is what I would do I would drop the 15 man breacher squad down to 10. So you have two 10 man breacher squads. I would then put those guys in rhinos with those points because that'll save you some points. You can put those guys in rhinos. Um, then I would put the Terminators, the Praetor, and the Primus Medicae in the Spartan. So you'll have the, all the Breachers in the rhinos and then all the Terminators and characters in the Spartan to drive forward. And then use your Rapiers and your Dorado to back that up. And then I would s drop... Because you got two breacher surges, charges on each sergeant. I would just drop it down to one per sergeant. I wouldn't worry about go, giving them multiples. They really only need one apiece uh, to get you some a little bit extra points. And I would find, use some of those points or whatever you need, uh, find five points to give that Spartan a dozer blade. Because you definitely don't want your like 360-point Spartan getting hung up on a shrub because you roll a one. That's terrible. So... So anyway, I would keep your same list and just dr get drop one breacher squad down and get you a couple rhinos. Um, and if you have any 
extra points after that. You can put some uh, pinel heavy bolter, or sorry, pinel multi melters on rhinos or whatever. But other than that, I think it's a solid list. If you need ex- if you need even more points than that, the first thing I would cut is the armored ceramite on the Dorado. It it's it'll be all right without it. I mean, if you have points and you want to keep it on there, you can, but it doesn't really need it. People aren't going to be going another way to try and melt to that thing. Especially, it, it's yeah. got long enough range right, to be so in the backfield. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, I just wanted to read that out because we told him we would. I forgot about that from last week. I still had it sitting on my desk. Man, he keeps his word. Ryan Kimmel. <laughs> All right. So... First list is going to be the 2,500-point Mechanicum auto-reductor list, and that was going to be something that uh, Kim sent in, and Kim is actually going to be using this at a doubles event. So, doubles, doubles list. So, me and my friends are attending Avery 6, a doubles event, two days, four games in May, and I I thought it was... Real quick, I think this guy's from Sweden. I th- I've seen him on the Swedish. Uh, I think he's he knows all the Swedish guys. I think Avarii is in Sweden. So, oh. just throwing that out there. That's where that's at, I think. Avarii. Okay. I thought it was a good idea to get some help from you guys. We might meet a fuck-huge militia fearless army with a Gorgon transport and a Stormhammer. Other than that, normal Marines list might be a couple of mech, but not many. Uh, we're going to run Imperial Fist, my friends, and I play Mechanicum. Usually Lego Cybernetica. Robots are fucking cool, but I thought I could need some help with the order reductor part. So I have planned my 20 Peltast, a few Thalax, three Medusas, and so on. The entire list of what I got is four Magos, a fuck ton of Ocularis, 12 Thalax, 10 Thralls with Heavy Chain Blades, 3 Castle Axe, more Bolt Cannons, 4 Castle Axe, Dark Fire Cannons, 2 Castle Axe, Multi Meltas, 2 Thanatars, 1 Domitar, 1 Thanatar with Thanatar Zenith, 1 Lightning Strike Fighter, 3 Vorax, 1 Vulture Axe, 20 Peltast, uh, 3 Medusas, 4 Mermidon Destructors, any weapons, 1 Knight Ashron, 1 Warhound, 1 Reaver. I'm thinking about getting more arty, Artillery, uh, Triaros, and... Karaknos? I don't know what a Karaknos is. That's the uh, uh, that's the thing that looks like the Triaros, but has the missile launcher on oh. it. It came out. It's not out yet. Okay. Yeah. When it's released, and maybe a Macroid Explorator. Uh, my friend's list looks like this at the moment. He's got a Praetor and Terminator armor with Solarite Power Gauntlet, Vigil Powder Storm Shield, three Apothecaries with Chainsword, Bolt Pistol, and Augury Scanners. A Terminator squad in Tatara's Terminator armor. Two of them have Chain Fist. Two have Power Fist. Sergeant with the Thunder Hammer. All have Vigil Pattern Storm Shields. I got bad news for you, buddy, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, dedicated transport <laughs> uh, in a Spartan Assault Tank with Flare Shield, Armored Ceramite, Auxiliary Drive, and Dozer Blade. Uh, in his troop section, he's got two Breacher squads. Both have Melta Guns. Both have Melta Bombs. Both have Sergeants in Artifice Armor and Power Fist with Vexilla and Nuncio Vox. In the heavy support section, he's got a Leviathan Siege Dreadnought with Armored Ceramite, Cyclonic Meltalance, two Heavy Flamers and Siege Drill, and a Phosphix Discharger. Uh, I love that loadout. Uh, my friend might want to change the Terminators to Phalanx Warders. Uh, we want to do it fun and fluffy, but with a bit of cheddar on the side. 
Thanks from Ken. Stay away from Phalanx Warders then. <laughs> For real. Uh, okay, so Kim is Legio underscore Cybernetica Void underscore Assault on Instagram. So I think he's Legio underscore Cybernetica on Instagram, and I think he's also Void Assault on Instagram. I don't know. That's just okay. what I put. But if he gave us his Instagram, I'm going to shout it out. Go check him out. I'll look him up right now, actually, while Ryan's giving him the breakdown. Okay. Giving so, him the business. The, so I I didn't write... So he wants 2,500 points. I came up with a list that's roughly 2,000 just of stuff that he has, like the stuff I would definitely include. And then he can basically add in what he wants to get to the 2,500 mark. So what I went with was uh, an Arch Magos Reductor. Um, and this is using this is using the Matrix of Ruin uh, FOC. So the Archmagos Reductor has a Power Fist, a Paragon Blade, so that'll give him the extra attack and he can switch between the two. And the cool thing about the Archmagos Reductor is he's base strength 5, so it means the Power Fist is going to go to strength 10 and the Paragon Blade will be strength 6. Um... So other than those two weapons, he's got an Augury Scanner, a Cyber Familiar, which gives him a 3-up Invulnerable because he has the Mechanicum Brectiva, um, Rad Grenades to lower someone's toughness, obviously, um, and a single Phosphex Bomb, and a Machinator Array, which gives... Uh, and then I put him on an Abeyant. Uh, it gives you, you know, move through cover, plus one wound and all that. So this guy's just going to be your standard uh, super close combat beast mode character or just super hard to kill Magos like most of them are. Um, for troops, I took a six-man unit of Thalax with Destructor with two Photon Thrusters. For the second troop's choice, I took a, a, the identical unit so that I'll use all 12 of his Thalax and you have to do that with Reductor anyway. Um, for the third troop's choice, I took uh, 10 of the Peltas guys and just left them with their standard grenade launcher. I think you can upgrade them. Yeah, let's upgrade them. I forgot to do that. So you upgrade those guys to the kinetic rounds, uh, which are the strength four AP3 rending ones, which are really good. So I got two units of 10 of those. So that'll give you four troops. And then for heavy support, I took a Ordo Reductor Artillery Tank with a Medusa Cannon, Dozer Blade, Machine Spirit. So this is a cool loadout because with Machine Spirit on those things, you can move them 12 inches and still fire them. And then even if somebody shoots them and would normally stun them because they're blast and can't snap fire, you can still fire it anyway because it uh, you can just use Machine Spirit and you only have the one gun. So for 145 points, it's pretty baller. Plus, it's a ruin FOC of your tanks into your enemy's deployment zone become scoring so they be basically so that's the first heavy support choice for the second heavy support choice I took a, another identical tank and then for the third heavy support choice I took another identical tank and the other thing cool about Matrix of Ruin is you get four heavy slots so for the fourth, fourth heavy slot I took his four Mermidon Destructors and just gave all four of them Graviton Imploders so uh this is 2,054 points sitting right here. 
So he said he was looking at maybe getting a couple uh, Triaros and maybe a Macroid Explorer. So my first thought was if he was going to do that, you could get two Triaros to put the Peltas in and then take the Macroid Explorer and put your Myrmidon Destructors and your Arc Magos in that. That should be roughly the 500 points that you need to make it 2,500. Um, if you don't want to buy all that, just, you know, you could put in, you could take this list that I wrote and put the, uh, the Knight Asheron in and it's going to get you there if you don't want to buy anything before then. But either way, I think you're going to be fine. I mean, I feel like this is a pretty good, um, all round list. The Medusas are going to be good at killing both tanks and infantry. The Myrmidon Destructors are good at killing tanks and infantry. The Peltast are good at killing, uh, infantry and light armor. And the Thalax are good at killing troops and infantry. So, I mean, everything's pretty versatile in your army. The only thing you don't really have in either list is anti-air. Um, and the only thing you had was a single Voltrax, which doesn't really fit Ordo Reductor that well fluff-wise, and a single Lightning. So, And a Lightning's more of a ground attack aircraft, so you don't really have any any error that I could have even put in here if I had wanted to. I don't see... He doesn't have any Avengers, right? No, he doesn't have any Avengers. No, no Avengers. So, um, so, yeah, that's about it. You might look at getting some Avengers Strike Fighters in the future for your Mechanicum. I think you'd really like them. And you get to take them as fast attack. You don't have to waste a suborbital wing on them like a lot of people have to to get them. I know... Uh, no, yeah, I guess Avengers would be better all around, but... I was gonna say he has access to Voltrax. Like, why would he need Avengers? But yeah, I guess just all around the Avengers well, is gonna be a strong. Vol, vol, yes, and Voltrax don't really fit the Reductor fluff that well because they're more like Thalax and tanks and stuff like that. They don't run a lot of automata. Not that you can't. It's just it doesn't fit as well. Also, Vulturax are going to be a lot harder to control because you have the smaller cortex range because you're not cybernetic where you get to make that bubble bigger. That 24-inch bubble. Yep. I dig it. His buddy, by the way, those are definitely Cataphracty Terminator armors in their, uh, with Storm Shields. Uh, so, Legio underscore Cybernetica and Void underscore Assault are two separate Instagram names. And it's both these guys on Instagram. And both have really okay. cool conversions going on. Lego Cybernetica, Kim himself, he has some dope-ass conversions for his armies. Uh, and Void Assault, his buddy, the pl one playing the Imperial Fist, has some beautifully painted Imperial Fist. So, cool. just thought I'd throw that out there while we're, we're talking about it. So, yeah. So, anyway, Kim, I would... Uh... I would do what you said at the bottom of the email and get you a couple Triaros and a Macroid Explorer. I think that they're cool models. Um, and I think they would benefit this list a lot and they would be really fluffy for Reductor. So that's what I would do. Oh, also in order to do that, uh, because the uh, Macroid Explorer is a heavy support, all you would have to do is combine uh, two of those artillery tanks into a squadron. I believe you can squadron them. Yeah, you can. So just put two in a squadron and then run one individual and then run your Macroid Explorer. 
no big deal. And because they have machine spirit, they're going to be able to shoot at different targets anyway. So the only drawback is that, uh, like if you get assaulted or something like that, they can kill both, but you're shooting artillery at them from 36 inches away on a tank that can move 12 inches. So just don't get them assaulted. Just keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that. I dig it. Sounds solid, man. Solid advice. Uh, I guess we're going to move on to the Blood Angel list. Yes. And I guess before we do as well, looking through this guy's Instagram, uh, Legio Cybernetica, Legio underscore Cybernetica. Uh, so, how do you say it? Avari? Avari? I think it's Avari. Avari? So, Avari5. Legio Cybernetica on his Instagram live streamed it. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he's not going to not live stream. So I know he's trying to get his followers up on Instagram, but he apparently he live streams off his Instagram. So if you want to check out some sweet, sweet Swedish war gaming, then that seems like a good place to go. Hang on real quick. I'm putting in those uh, Triaros into the list while we're on here just to see what it, would uh come up with so if you put both peltas units in triaros and then dropped a single myrmidon destructor and you just went down to three and then combined the two artillery tanks in the squadron and then added in a macroid explorator um the list is 2479 so you'd have 30 points left to put some war gear on the macroid explorer so you'd probably put armored ceramide on there and then you'd have 10 points left and then you could even and cut some war gear off that uh, super crazy Arc Magos if you needed to to uh, put some more stuff on there. So that would all fit in uh, 2500, no problem. Fuck yeah. Alright, so anyway. So next up's Luke. Uh, Luke says, hey guys, been listening to you both all the way from the Gold Coast in Australia. It's an Australian city famous for fake tan, fake boobs, and tattoos. I just I'm in. reading... Yeah, dude, for real. Where's that place at? Sorry, sorry, Tim. We're not going over to you. We're going to the Gold Coast. Uh, I just finished reading Fear to Tread and got inspired by Nasser uh, Amit and am keen to start a 30K 5th Company Flesh Tears Army. I like the idea of having a librarian as post-Cygnus Prime. I feel they would have taken measures to have some demon protection. Being proto-Flesh Tears, I've come up with a Day of Revelations list with heaps of bodies with jump packs, and I love the Leviathan model, so I thought having a couple storming around the backfield wouldn't be too bad of an idea uh, to take some of the heat off, off the battle, off heat off the assault squads. Uh, just wondering what you thought of it, or if you had any other ideas for a fluffy fifth company force. Thank you in advance, and I appreciate everything you do for the hobby, except for the puppy story. That was just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it, we agree. Yes, it was fucked, but, you know, I feel like we all grew from it. Like, we all we <laughs> we all share an experience together. We all know now. Like, we, we all shared that. So, anyway, uh. his Blood Angel list is Captain Nasir Emmett. With a, he's a Praetor with a Rite of War, Day of Revelations. He's got a Bolt Pistol, a Blade of Perdition, Melt of Bombs, Digital Lasers, an Iron Halo, and a Jump Pack. 
Then he's got a level two librarian with artificer armor and a blade of perdition. Oh, he's taking the blade of perdition and the force axe. And well, you Meltabom, get the force axe for free. So yeah, we might as well take it. And then melt a bombs and refractor field, and he put a jump pack on it. And then he's taking a fifteen man assault squad. Uh, he's taking an assault sergeant and artificer armor, thunder hammer. Uh, fourteen assault space marines. Three of them have power weapons. He's taking that exact loadout three times. So three fifteen man space. Yep. Take that a forty five assault marines. No three. Oh, yeah. Forty five. Yeah, you're right. Forty five assault marines. Uh, nine of them have power weapons. Three of them have thunder hammers and artificer armor. So he has a fuckload of infantry jumping around. Uh, then he's obviously taking the three apothecaries with jump packs to to make sure his boys don't get destroyed by uh by quad mortars. Then he's taking a javelin attack speeder squadron, which is a single javelin attack speeder with a pin mounted illicitous assault cannon. Uh, then two hundred killer missiles, and so I'm guessing he's just taking the missile launchers on it then. And he took yeah, three yep, units twin link of those. cyclone. Yeah, so he took three units of those guys. Then he took two Leviathan dreadnoughts. Uh, looks like the first one is going to be with a siege drill, and two torso mounted Alyssa's assault cannons, armored ceramite, phosphex to charge, and dreadnought drop pod, and. He's got another Leviathan with a Grab Flux Bombard, Torso Mounted Atlas Assault Cannon, Armored Ceramite, Phosphex Discharger, inside a Drop Pod. Uh, so, Ryan, you run those Javelins with Assault Cannons, right? How do those do? Are those any yep. good? I fucking love them. They're brutal. Well, for okay. first off, just a standard Javelin for 55 points, in my opinion after the change to the rules, like they gave them strafing run and get like, I thought at 75 points, I thought a javelin was already kind of a deal before it got the rules changes at 75 points. I already had javelins in my list and was happy with them. Then someone over there, uh, at forge world, in my opinion, went a little crazy and decided we really, really would need to sell more of these things. So they dropped them to 55 points and then gave them strafing run and grab backwash on top of it, which in my opinion is absolute insanity. Um, they're not game breaking because they don't score. They're, you know, in a fast attack slot and they're still, you know, just a two whole point skimmer, but they are extremely points efficient, extremely. So, I put them in a lot of lists. They're very good. They're like, if you, it's one of those things I don't like build a list around them. Like I don't go in intending to put them in every list, but when you get down to the end near the end of the list and you're like, man, I only have like a hundred points left. You're like, man, if I could shave 10 points, I can throw two javelins in here, that type of thing. So they end up in a lot of lists. Okay. So they're extremely good. Plus in uh, day of revelation, it's just going to fit. It really fits the fluff of blood angels for one. So that's another reason that I put them in my Blood Angel army a lot. And it's really good with Day of Revelations because you can outflank them or deep strike them with the rest of the army, which is really cool. So. So what'd you change? Anyway, what'd you do? What'd you do I like this them. list? Okay, so I love the list. Like, I looked at it and I'm like, man, he doesn't really need to change anything. But then I got to look and I'm like, well, he only has two drop pods. So you're going to end up with one Leviathan sitting in reserve, which I hate the idea of. 
don't know how you feel about that, but that's just a lot of points to like wait. You know, and, and you really want that. Yeah, and then if you're taking two Leviathans in the army, you're like, man, I really would like to see both of these come in turn one with all these assault marines where it's like major like threat overload turn one to keep those assault marines alive. Like the more threats you can put down, the more survivable they all become. It's like an exponential thing. Like I'm sure you understand that too, running drop assault. That that's a big thing that like like we just had that conversation with like Alec yesterday. He was like, you know, why wouldn't you infiltrate Mon? It's like because if you don't get first turn, Mon has to face the entire other army. Like you have to have like spreaded threats out. The less you right. have on the table, like the more you know. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. I get yeah, that. and then null, that's the other thing when you look at null deploying stuff like drop pod armies and things like that you need to really look at pushing as much stuff out in that first wave as you can and then how you want to play it. Like, there's a way more thought that goes into, like, drop pods than what people originally think. I mean, anybody can throw some shit in a drop pod and drop pod it in. I understand that. But when you start adding in multiple drop pods and you're starting to put more and more expensive units in it, in order to play it correctly where you're getting the most out of it, there's way more that goes into it than what people think does. I always always look at it as... How many turns is he going to be able to do the job that he's supposed to do? So, like, in this case, as soon as I saw that Leviathan with the Siege Grill, I know he has to go first because I want him in combat by turn two. All right? The Leviathan with the Graflux Bombard, it's okay if he comes in a second turn, but then you're still having, you know, 435 points of possibility hung up in reserves if for some reason he doesn't come in, uh second turn so yeah definitely if you're gonna incorporate another drop pod then plus day of revelations when you land you get shrouded so my other thought was you could use the dread if you could get if you get both dreadnought drop pods down um you could then drop the like if you could get both of them in turn one then you could drop the assault marines in behind them that that and give them like a really good cover save yeah, it's it's not shrouded for Day of Revelations. It's a five plus cover save for everybody that drops. That's what so, it. Yeah, that's what. So then right. you get the five up cover save, and then you get shrouded from the from the drop. On top. Pod, yeah, so. that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I didn't express that well. It was right in, but not. It didn't come out of my mouth right. So anyway, I when I look when I looked at the list, I'm like, I love this list. I really wouldn't change anything. But then I was like, ah, let's put a third drop pod in here somehow to get both Leviathans turn one. So basically that was where my changes started. And then I went from there. So uh, I kept his Praetor identical. I don't think I changed it. So it's uh, Rite of War, Day of Revelations, Blade of Perdition, Melt Bombs, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo, Jump Pack. So kept that the same. His Librarian is level two uh, in Artificer Armor, Melt Bombs, Refractor Field, Jump Pack, Force Axe. I didn't bother with the Blade of Perdition. You get a free Force Axe. Um, and I just needed to save points and I thought, well, he's already got a four four sacks. It's kind of a waste of points to give him, you know, the blade of perdition. Plus I'm like 99.9% sure that's likely to change or get nerfed or whatever. So don't get too Mm -hmm. attached to it. Um, well, I don't know. Well, I'm not going to get on that whole thing, but I was going to say with the shit that's in book seven, maybe it'll actually get better and not get nerfed (laughs) because of the codex creep, but we don't need to start that whole conversation. So, um, 
Next, I kept uh, two of his uh, assault squads exactly the same that he ran them. So it's two 15-man assault squads. Both squads have three power weapons in each squad. Uh, both squads have sergeants that are artificer armor thunder hammer. So it's identical to what he had. I just dropped it down to two instead of three. Um, then same thing with the apothecaries. Uh, so it's two apothecaries with jump pack instead of three apothecaries with jump pack to go in those assault squads. So literally the same, just had to get rid of one squad to save some points. So for a third troop choice, I took a 10-man uh, normal tactical squad and bought them the extra close combat weapon. So they're going to be bolter, bolt pistol, chainsword. And then the sergeant, I gave artificer armor power weapon meltabombs to. So that's a 170-point 10-man unit instead of a 300-point assault marine unit. Then for fast attack, I took an anvilus for those uh, tactical guys to go in. So now what you can do is get both leviathans turn one, and then what you have in reserve is just a anvilus with just 10 assault marines, or basically 10 tactical marines in it. And on the turn that they come in, they can either get out and rapid fire with their bolters or hide in there for a turn and then then get out, shoot with bolt pistols and assault and have the extra close combat weapon. So it still feels very flesh terror-y, blood angel-y, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get And it. then, so, um, I, th I think that'll be good. For his other, uh, to get his javelins back in there, I actually got more javelins. So I added a fourth javelin and then split them into two units of two. So it's a, a unit of two javelins that both have assault cannons and both have twin link cyclone missile launchers and both have 200 killer missiles. So that's 140 points. And then I have another identical unit, which is another two javelins, pendle assault cannons, 200 killers per javelin, and the two twin link cyclones. And then his leviathans. Uh, I kept one. I One has a siege drill. Grab flux bombard, two torso mounted twin linked assault cannons, uh, armored ceramite phosphex discharger dreadnought drop pod. And then the other one, I gave a siege drill Leviathan storm cannon, uh, two torso mounted uh, assault cannons, armored ceramite, and phosphex discharger. So basically, I gave them both drill and gave the storm cannon. Um, I just feel like that's going to be better for you because when you come in turn one it gives them both the ability to start shooting and inflicting damage right away and then from turn two on you can come out of that drop pod and assault and when you do so you know you, they'll both have the siege drill so they're both uh, very threatening so that's what I changed it's it's a it's not a huge change to what he had but I feel like the list that I wrote uh, will perform a lot uh, better for him and it actually because you got the one. Yes. Bit, yep. Yep. And then it, it also gives you a little bit more variety. You get the the ten uh, foot guys with all the uh, the bolter bolt pistol close combat weapon in the anvilus. So it's going to look cooler on the display board uh, because you're not your army's not going to be like as spammy. You're adding two distinct units in instead of just repeating. Because uh, before he just had javelins. Leviathans, assault marines. assault marines. Yeah, three units. Yeah, so this at least gives him like, yeah, some like foot slogging guys and then a dread claw. So it's gonna it's gonna break it up. So when you put it out on display, it'll actually look cooler too. Um, 
And I, like I said, I still think this really sticks to your fluff, sticks to your theme that you're wanting to do, and it's going to perform better for you as well. So I hope you like that, Luke. I like it. I think it's going to perform real good, especially out the gate first turn. It's going to perform real good. And for some reason, uh, you play against somebody who's also playing like a drop assault armor or anything like that. You can hold off on the Leviathans coming in and that gives you something to, to pull back on the reins a little bit and, you know, put your Anvilus in instead. Like it, it, it gives you some options. Well, you could, you could hold off on one cause you, you always have to do, so you'd have to do yeah. two pods. So you'd have to do yeah. one. Yeah. I get what you're saying though. It gives you some options. Definitely does give you some options. So I like it. it sounds good. Plus, I think Day of Revelations, what is it? You're shooting weapons or pinning on the turn uh, you arrive? I don't know if it's shooting weapons or pinning. I thought Day of Revelations are... No, that's Drop Assault Vanguard. Never mind. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure on the turn you arrive, you get a 5-plus cover save and your shooting is pinning. I don't have my book in front of me. My book's six. I just have the normal Legion's book. Michael's looking... So anyway, the tactical marines keeping their bolt guns on the, t the turn they arrive, it, it act, it's pretty cool because if you deep strike in your assault marines, what you're going to do, you're going to want to run those guys to spread them out because almost everybody's going to have templates and shit. So it, to me, it's not going to be worth shooting 15 bolt pistols um, to stay clumped up. So you're going to want to land and then run, so you're not really going to be able to take advantage of the pinning rule that that it gives you if it gives it to you, which I'm like 99% sure it does. So the cool thing about the tactile Marines and the Anvilus, when the Anvilus comes in, the, the, both the Anvilus and the guys inside count as deep striking, so they're both going to gain that cover save of five up, but then they can disembark out and then still use the the pinning rule while also being spread out. So they kind of get the best of both worlds. They can really take advantage of the rules the guys in the pod can. Did you find it? Uh, yeah, I'm looking right now. It says uh, infantry squads arrive via deep strike on the first turn. They do not need to roll for reserves. All deep striking units in this detachment gain a 5-plus cover save. On the game turn, they arrive in place. Place a marker by the unit, otherwise noted. Uh, all ranged weapons carried by infantry and jump infantry units, which are part of this detachment, gain the pinning rule in the shooting phase of any player turn in which they deep strike. Yep. So when you come in in a drop pop, Odd you count as deep striking, you know, even though you were in a vehicle to deep struck, the guys inside still count as deep striking. So they still get the pinning rule. So that'll be that'll work that'll work really well with your uh the bolter guys coming out of the dread claw. So just remember, remember that. Because mm -hmm. your assault marines really aren't gonna be able to take advantage of it because it's gonna be way more important to run instead of shoot. Just get them spread out when they land. Because you're only going to do one or the other. Where, like I said, the tactical guys, because they're disembarking from the pod, they get to spread out during the disembark and the movement phase, but then still get to shoot the shooting phase. Uh, huh. I just realized what? they have to accept challenges in combat. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's one of the drawbacks. Good, good choice on the artificer armor on the sergeants. Yep. So anyway, that's what I would do. I really like that list. I like it too. I really like it a lot. I like the... It's very fluffy. Everything can pretty much start kicking ass out of turn one. Uh, 
So I like a lot. If you're going first, you could start those uh, land speeders on the table, and really all you would have in reserve is the one dread call, and people are really taking a hammer in turn one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just go buy some dread claws, buddy. So, anyway, that's it for list. That's it for this episode. I think we like. This is like going to be like almost an exactly like two hour episode, man. Like this is the first time we've ever done this. Nah, when we first started, almost all of them were two, and then they just got longer and longer and longer because we kept getting more and more mail and food more. Don't, I, don't, don't get us wrong, boys. We have the mail. holler. <laughs> I just have to go. Uh, oh, go uh, speaking of that, stuff. we got a. Uh, I got two that we're going to have to do next week. So just so you know, like, don't think we forgot about you. I got one from Paul Shaw that I've already. I actually already did the list. We just didn't have time to go over it on the episode, but he wrote in a militia list and I've already written the list. It's ready to go. Okay. And then we got one from Mark. Hen- we got one from Mark Henry that I started working on. And then he messaged me um, on our uh, patron chat thing. It was like, Hey, don't do that list. Do this one instead. So I was kind of, I remembered it at the time that I need to change something, but then I didn't write it down and now I've forgotten what the fuck it was. So Anyway, we'll do it next episode. I'll get with him on our little little chat thing and figure out what the fuck he wanted and do it. So anyway, we already got two for next week. I just didn't have time to get to them this week, but they will for sure be done on the next podcast. Sounds good to me. Guys, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just go to Radio Freest Van on Facebook. Uh, give us a like. Uh, we're, I know we always post up a SoundCloud link, but we are on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're pretty much on anything an RSS feed can be put into. So uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud going, man, I really wish I could have this on my iPhone. You can. We've, we've been on iTunes forever. Uh, definitely give us a review on iTunes. It helps us push us to the top of the list. That way people can find us for 30K content. So if you do that, give us a like on SoundCloud. Uh, we definitely appreciate that kind of stuff. Um, man, I really don't have a lot. Of course, you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> Uh, Patreon, we, I mean, it just helps us pay for, for different things like our cultural exchange, everything like that. We have a Patreon closed group, Patreon closed chat, uh, that's very active, like extremely active. Uh, yeah, the, if you guys hear my phone buzzing during the show when we because I have it sitting on the desk, if you hear that buzzing in the background, that's my phone blowing up from the message group that's just constantly going. So, and you can ask us, like, we, we, I don't know how, like, you can ask Michael, like, we do all these emails and all this shit on the show, but now that we have this patron group, how many questions and emails and lists? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's, it's like, like it's instant like that access. Line. <laughs> yeah. And it'll, it'll only get better after Adepticon. Like, right now, I'm not, I mean, I still feel like I get on there at least every day and bullshit with everybody, but mm-hmm. it will be better once I get done with Adepticon and actually have more time. Also, on the next couple episodes, like, uh, if you guys don't have a list emergency, um, go easy on the list on me for the next couple weeks because we're going like I have stiff next. You know, we're going to actually probably record face to face again for only the second time when I'm in Texas. I think me and Michael are planning on that, but oh, we're yeah, going to got, be got your microphone right there. Ready to go. It's that's good. Right. So that's like I have this last minute preparation I need to do. Plus, I'm flying and all this travel plus work and normal 
life shit, so I'm not really going to have a lot of time. And then I'm going right into Adepticon as well. So unless you have a list emergency, um, I already have these two that we're going to go over on the next episode. So, um, I mean, definitely feel free. Like, if you have more questions or just emails to read out, that would be preferable than lists for the next couple weeks. But if you really do, you know, need list help or whatever, go ahead and send it through. And, I'll, you know, if I can get the time to look at it, I definitely will. But we may not read as many lists out on the next couple episodes just be- because of scheduling. But and just a reminder, guys, our regardless, email we'll is get- Michael at Warhammer30k.com and Ryan at Warhammer30k.com. So, yep. Every time somebody sends us a question asking us what our email is, I'm like, you don't listen to the show. You just want to list me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first thought. You don't know. <laughs> Who are you? Nah. So, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go laser cut some stuff with Josh, give him a hand. Uh, but I guess we'll catch you guys later. I'm going to go find out, see somebody's going to have to pick a song for us now. So, yep. <laughs> we'll catch you later, guys. See ya.